0: Lewisburg Green Dragons play on the valley. Off the left, he breaks into the clear, into the end zone for a touchdown, Green Dragons. This is Green Dragons
1: football. Let's go to the stadium with Greg Wetzel and Justin Michaels.
2: Good evening and welcome to tonight's football game between the Lewisburg Green Dragons and the Mifflinburg Wildcats. This is the Little Brown Jerk game for football supremacy in Union County. But tonight's game is being played at Harold L. Bullig Memorial Field on the campus of Seals Grove High School. Both teams committed tonight's game with a record of 0-1 as Central Columbia defeated Lewisburg last week by a score of 28-7. to And Danville defeated the Wildcats by a score of 49-7. to So both teams will be looking for their first victory of the season tonight. Justin, what do you think Lewisburg has to do tonight to get on that winning side?
3: You know, well, one of the things we talked about last week during the game, Greg, was was a new offense. And, again, when you really don't have a full offseason to prepare with that, uh, last week was, you know, still getting your feet wet, getting guys in the right position, getting comfortable with it, and getting those reps. And, you know, I think they got got in, got the game situation. No, it wasn't the outcome they were looking for. But, again, you know, each week they're going to continue to get better. And I think we'll see them, you know, as the season goes on, continue to get more comfortable in that set. And uh, I think, you know, we know now who our starting quarterback going to be. It sounds like you know we're going to see more of Jack Landis under center. Yep, using Ethan Dominic more in the backfield. You know, coming out as a receiver as well. And um, you know, I, I just think you know you're going to see the Lewisburg offense tonight come out and I think really establish the ground game right away. I think you know up front um, and you know try to mix in the pass as well because we saw last week where. You know, Central Columbia knew Max Moyers was going to get the ball, so they're bringing eight guys up to the line of scrimmage, trying to stuff the box. Mm-hmm. So if we can establish the run early, mix in a pass, you know, here and there, get on the edge with our speed, like a Cam mm-hmm. Michaels on the edge, uh, downfield we'll see. You know, six-five Jay Lanner, you know, Dante Sims or Simian Byler down the field, make some plays and really keep them on their toes. And uh, you know, the defense uh, really come you know come together. We saw first right. quarter last week. I thought the defense really performed early on there. You know, we saw mm-hmm. how tough. You know, of a back like Troy Johnson was last week, had one hundred and thirty two yards against us. But really for Mifflinburg, um, you know, they really got taken to him last week too. Right. You know, forty nine to seven. I think they only had against Danville last week, I think they I don't even 150 yards total. total off. offense. Correct. Yeah, yep. and it was, uh, you know, the, the passing attack for Mifflinburg last week was not good. Their quarterback was 3 of 16 for only 45 yards, but he also had six interceptions. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, turnovers are going to kill you. And when you look at time of possession last week, Mifflinburg only had the ball offensively last week, Greg, for 16 minutes and 44 seconds. Yeah. So that's going to wear out your defense. So hopefully, uh, you know, we can take a, a page out of the Danville playbook and uh, use that to our advantage. Yep.
2: I think... As you stated, Justin, both teams' offense is geared around running. Yep. Uh, passing is not the strength of either team right now. So, whichever team can get into second and, or third and two, second and three situations like that, those are the te- that's the team that's going to be successful tonight if they don't turn the ball over. Yep,
3: turnovers will be key. Last year, we saw that. You know, a 17 14 win last year by the Wildcats. And, uh, I believe, you know, the Green Dragons turned the ball over six, six times, times but yep. still had an opportunity to win that game last year. So, again, you throw the records out. Obviously, they're both, you know, suffering a defeat week one. We're not mm-hmm. used to seeing this game this early in the season. Right. It's usually later in the season, but any, anytime you get that little brown jug involved, uh, there's a lot of emotions, you know, and it's a good uh, old high school sport rivalry.
2: That's right. This is Lusper Green Dragon Football on 100.9 The Valley.
4: At the Shock Law Office, attorney Richard Shock brings over 20 years of experience providing legal services and solutions to individuals, government entities, and businesses both large and small. Serving the greater Susquehanna Valley and now conveniently located just off the strip at 8 Commerce Avenue in Sealance Grove, the Shock Law Office can help you find the legal solutions you need for your life or business. So whether you're legal needs involve estate planning, starting or growing a business, developing real estate, or navigating any of the many laws and regulations that affect you or your business. Contact the Shock Law office at 570-492-7133 or on the web at shochlaw.com.
1: Hubs Home Oxygen and Medical Supplies is proud to support the Lewisburg Green Dragons, Like the quarterback, they are the leaders in the field of home health, medical equipment, and respiratory services. Visit us online to learn more or stop by our newest location in Sealands Grove at the Susquehanna Valley Mall. Go Green Dragons!
5: There's still plenty of time to enjoy the outdoors, but make sure the inside of your home looks just as gorgeous as the fall colors upon us. Oberdorf Carpet One has you covered. They carry the highest quality of carpet, plus ceramic tiles, vinyl planks, hardwood, tiles that have the look of wood or ceramic. Browse the gorgeous area rugs for a softer look. New floors will completely transform any room. Talk to their staff and let them brighten up your home. Always free estimates. Oberdorf Carpet One, Lewisburg, just south of Bucknell on Route 15. Oberdorf Carpet One.
6: Looking for a new job? Don't know where to start? The recruiters at Nesco Resource take the time to connect you with the job you want. Nesco Resource currently has openings in administrative, production, warehouse, customer service, and more. Want to learn more? Search for jobs online by going to nescoresource.com and click on Search Jobs or download the Nesco Resource app. Nesco Resource, your inside track to great local jobs. That's Nesco, N E S C O Resource.com. Nesco Resource is an equal employment opportunity employer.
4: It's game time, and the team at I'm the Guy Basement Systems is ready to give you a customized game plan to fix your basement's problems. Moisture, seepage, mold, those are serious problems that won't go away on their own. Let ITG help. We offer free inspections to ensure your home is dry and healthy. Visit ITGBasementSystems.com to schedule your free estimate today.
7: ITG Basement Systems. I'm the guy.
8: You'll see the world of difference at Central Vision Eye Care in the Susquehanna Valley. Conserving and improving your vision with the latest ophthalmic technology is the commitment of Dr. Daniel Facero and Dr. Tara unsecker Facero. Central Vision Eye Care is scheduling appointments for their locations in Lewisburg, Milton, and Montoursville. Central Vision Eye Care, for vision exams, medical exams, cataract surgery. Central Vision Eye Care, where patients are their focus. See us at centralvisioneyecare.com or call 570-768-4970. That's 570-768-4970. 4970.
2: This is Greg Wetzel along with Lewisburg Head Football Coach Mark Persing. Coach, tough opener last week against Central Columbia.
9: What were some of the positives, though, you took out of that game? Well, that is a very, very veteran football team. They had 16 seniors. Yep. Um, after talking with Coach, I believe 15 of the 16 played. Um, so that, that goes to show you. Um, I know they had 20 starters returning. Yeah, they, yeah. they, they were a very weathered football team. But after breaking down that film, you know, that old saying that Mm -hmm. you're never as bad as you think you are. We pitched a shutout in the first quarter. Mm -hmm. Um, Second quarter, for about four minutes, we had a collapse. And unfortunately, in that four minutes, they scored three touchdowns. Mm -hmm. But again, what we found through film was that we had two guys that were lined up on the wrong side of the field. And with the pace that they were kind of playing at, Mm -hmm. you know, we... We just completely, you know, missed that from an alignment standpoint. So um, we, we watched it on film. When we were aligned correctly, um, I mean, we, yeah. we shut him down, for lack mm-hmm. of better words. Um,
2: well, what I noticed, too, with the running back, Johnson, yeah. who's a heck of a running back, but you guys were making penetration. You had him in the backfield a yep. couple times. He stopped, changed direction, yep. went off the backside. and there was no one there, and he made some he, big he's, plays. He's done that for two years now. Yeah, he's, he's – and Central – their tailback has hurt us for six oh, years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay, what uh, so you had some breakdowns this year. What so what are you emphasizing this week in practice to
9: the team? We are emphasizing run your path, both offensively mm-hmm. and defensively. Right? You know, as a former coach, sure. right, they have certain paths that they need to stay on. Mm-hmm. Whether you're an offensive lineman or a fullback or a tailback, you have certain areas where you need to get to them. Once you start ad-libbing. Um, that that kind of throws off the rest of the puzzle. So we're preaching stay on your path, stay on your path, stay on your path.
2: Good. Now, Max Moyers became the all-time leading rusher in Willisburg
9: football history last week. What can you tell the listeners about Max Moyers? He's a a special individual. Um, Obviously, he's a special football talent. Um, He's special in the weight room. But people don't realize, like, how good of a person he is. I think you could poll 100 people, and 100 people will tell you 100 good things about the kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying that um, because I'm talking to you on the radio right now. That's how I truly feel about right. the kid. He was raised right. He's a yes, sir um, type of guy. And he has a very, very bright future ahead of him. I know every time I've come in contact with Max, not even in a
2: football setting, mm-hmm. he has just been one of the politest kids you ever yes. want to be
10: around. Absolutely. Yep.
2: Okay,
9: your team captains this year. Can you talk about each one of them and tell us a little bit about them? Yeah, so um, we have a returning captain in Max. Mm-hmm. Um, so Max was voted captain last year. He was a unanimous pick this year. Um, Thirty-six votes. Thirty-six. Um, Thirty-six votes for Max. Mm-hmm. So um, that's actually the first time that that's been done um, in my four years here. Mm-hmm. So that, again, it tells you about the type of person he is. He's not exactly a vocal leader. Rah rah! I'm going to chew you out. He leads by example in everything he does, right? Whether it's the weight room, the practice field, he, he's the last one in the locker room cleaning up after everybody. Uh, he's just a tremendous kid and, and someone that this program has essentially been molding for the last four years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have Ethan Dominic. Um, Ethan Dominic is the quintessential workman. Um, he started off as slot, and he was a running back. Um, he took some quarterback lessons this year. I mean, he knows that he needs to do what's best for this team. Um, he found he found a very very nice role at like a strong safety position, and he's someone that we know that we can count on, and the kids love and respect him as you could see that he was voted as a captain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have two um, I don't want to say surprises, but it kind of caught our attention um, because we didn't we didn't see the vote going that way, but we're pleased because they are two senior, uh, two upperclassmen. Uh, The first one is Owen Ordonez, Mm -hmm. he burst onto the scene last year as a sophomore and really took on that vocal leadership role, whether it was in the weight room or on the practice field. So, um, he's a big rangy kid, he has a very, very bright football future ahead of him, if he would choose to go down that way. And then our fourth captain uh, was Jay Leonard, and he is a special story, because First year of organized football was last year. Mm-hmm. Um, he was about a six foot four bean pole, probably 170 right, yeah. pounds. Uh, and our mentality with him last year was, let's just let him learn one side of the ball, get him accustomed to football. And you know this year would be the year that we were hoping that he would break out with this frame. Well, mm-hmm. he added 30 pounds to his frame. He fell in love with the weight room. Uh, he's probably six foot four, 215, 220 pounds. Yeah. And, again, he's just another fantastic kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can honestly say that I've been around and I've been a part of some football teams where you, you're like, man, that kid's a jerk. Mm-hmm. You know, and We don't have one jerk on this football team. Um, the, the kids have been raised right. They're great in the locker room. They're great in the classroom. I think last year we had a 98 average as a team. Mm-hmm. You know, so how many coaches That's, can yep. say that? Yep. So one, one of
2: the things I noticed, too, is last week when things were going bad mm-hmm. as a team. And... We talked about this, Justin, Michaels, and myself talked about this on radio. They never quit. Yep. You know, and they played hard the whole game last week, yep. even though they were pretty sure in the fourth quarter they weren't going to win yep. that game, they still played hard. Yep. And that was right down from the first team down to the second, third team. Now, kids I, I want to give
9: one shout out there. Um, mm-hmm. We have a lineman that plays both ways. His name's Harrison Murphy. Yep. He's a senior for us. Mm-hmm. That kid was all over the field from start to finish. Mm-hmm. He was playing guard. And running down safeties, he yep. was playing defensive tackle. And there was one play that he caught a guy running down the sideline. Mm-hmm. Um, he is our game captain for this week. Okay. Um, his effort just completely jumped right. off the off the um, the screen from us. So. And I, he
2: got he cramped up late in the game, yeah. I think. You know, and yeah. that, that was one of the things we said, man, that kid hasn't yeah. come off the field all night. Yeah, you know,
9: he's been playing hard. The he played game. he played a tremendous football game. Yep.
2: Okay, this week, Coach, it's a big rivalry game against Mifflinburg. Mifflinburg is replacing a lot of skill position players from last year. What do you see them doing on offense?
9: Well, I, I can see them lining up in two tight ends and trying to run the ball down our throat just like, like Sanchez. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we will not be misaligned this week. Mm-hmm. Um, we are paying extra close attention to, um, to the specific formations and, and little nuances uh, last week we told the guys, you know, if we see eye formation and two receivers, our one linebacker was going to go to the two receivers. Mm-hmm. Well, they only had one back and two receivers. Right. So again, it doesn't seem like much, right? right. But we told them two backs. Yeah. So now we're we're, we're really fine tuning the details and we're honing okay. in on on what's expected of the kids. Well, you know, and I know you
2: talk about the running game last week. Yeah. But if you look at the overall stats for the game. Yeah. They didn't get that many. They had a lot of yards rushing, but they didn't get a lot of yards per play. You know, a lot of them were third down yep. and two, yep. third, and three type things. Yep. So you, defensively, for two downs, you did a pretty decent job. I, I don't want to take anything away
9: from Central Columbia. Right. They were a very physical well, team Oh, they were. But we hurt ourselves with yep. our alignment. Yep. You know, they would come out on that, that wing look,
10: mm-hmm. and they'd
9: block down. And, and typically, we'd have a linebacker there. Right. And we didn't. We were misaligned. So yeah. they were kind of running on air mm-hmm. for three of the plays for probably 60 yards. Mm-hmm. So every other play, it was a one, two, three yard gain. Right. We didn't have somebody there. They turned into 30. Yep. Okay. Defensively,
2: they seem to start out defensively a lot yep. like Central Columbia.
9: Yep. yep. So this is the third
2: week in a row, you're going to see an odd front yeah. defense. So
9: we are going to see an odd front defense. Now, the last two weeks, we saw a 3 3 stack. Right. Um, this week, it's going to be a 3 4. Um, which for you, right, um, older folks out there, it's it's the old five two defense.
3: like the oki yeah,
9: the, the, the old the old Oakey. Oklahoma defense um, yeah. I, I would imagine with our formation with the wings, they're gonna have mm-hmm. two defensive ends as well. Mm-hmm. So there'd be your five down linemen and two backers over the guard. Mm-hmm. So um, the good thing is our paths do not change. So again, right. we, that goes back to we're preaching staying on your path, staying on your path. So small tweaks to both the offensive and um, defensive adjustments and and we'll be fine. Both teams are 0-1,
2: Coach. Coming off, I would say disappointing losses, or I don't want to say disappointing losses, but yeah. maybe performances. Yep. Um, how important is it for you guys to play well this week and get a, and get a win? Yeah,
9: we're emphasizing this is a must-win game.
11: Mm-hmm.
9: Must, there's no question about it. It's a must-win for us. Uh, we know that we have a gauntlet ahead of us in the next coming weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Danville, Midwest, Southern Columbia, Montoursville. It yep. doesn't stop, right? Um, and, and we can't afford to to get behind too early into the season mm-hmm. and have to dig ourselves a hole out so they know it's a must win our attention to detail is going to be um you know spot on this week okay. Coach, good luck tonight. This is Greg Wetzel for 100.9 The Valley
2: and WVLY.com.
7: I'm Art Thomas, president of Diversified Construction. Bathroom modifications, outside ramps and vertical platform lifts, stair glides and door widenings are some of the construction services we provide. Our certified aging in place specialist can meet with your family to discuss projects that keep people living where they want to be. Don't wait for a crisis situation. Diversified Construction can help keep you safe at home. Visit our website, check out our Facebook page and call us today for a free site visit and consultation. Diversified Construction, proud to be the consumer's choice.
11: Every week, thousands of people from all over the world come through our doors to enjoy a home-cooked meal or just to browse our gift shops. One of the favorite spots that folks like to gather are near our fireplaces, found throughout our restaurant and lobby areas. Ever since Glick's installed the Heat and Glow inserts in the fireplace, we've received so many compliments about how warm and inviting they make our store. I'm Steve Callhavy, General Manager of Country Cupboard in Lewisburg, and we're pleased to be able to recommend Glick's Heat & Glow products.
12: Okay, I'm heading out for lunch.
5: Are you going to the Lewisburg Delicatessen?
12: If anyone hears that I'm going to the Lewisburg Delicatessen, then everyone will want me to bring... Can you bring me a turkey and cheese panini? I'd like some homemade pasta salad, please. And I need a cannoli, just like my nana from Italy used to make. Oh, all right. just call them at 570-522-1060 to order ahead and I'll pick it up. Again. Visit Lewisburg
13: Delicatessen in downtown Lewisburg, an authentic Italian-style deli with Italian and American cuisine, plus assorted groceries and imported Italian specialty items. Winner of Silver Stars for the best deli and the best
8: wraps in the Susquehanna Valley. Online and on Facebook, too. No heat? Better call McCreary. Furnace is broke. Better call McCreary. Boiler not boiling? Better call McCreary. He'd pump tune-up for winter. Already? Yep, already. Better call McCreary. Service repair installations. Call us, because we're the best. McCreary's HVAC. Oh, and even on for refrigeration. Better call McCreary's. Call 570-473-8815 or on that device of yours, com. Better call McCreary's.
10: Blaze Alexander Ford Route 45 in Lewisburg is the lowest price guaranteed, period. Whether you're looking for a new or used vehicle, you're always going to find the lowest price at Blaze Alexander Ford. Check out all our inventory at blazealexanderford.com. And we have one of the largest selections in the state of Pennsylvania on new Fords and pre-owned vehicles. Don't make a $1,000 mistake. Make the drive to Route 45 in Lewisburg, where you're always going to get the most for your trade and the lowest price guaranteed. Blaze Alexander Ford Route 45 in Lewisburg, taking the deals the other guys will.
13: Go where you matter, where you have a voice, a vote, and a name. Loan rates and fees are lower, deposit rates are higher. Wyrope Williamsport Federal Credit Union. If you live, work, worship, attend school, or volunteer anywhere in Lycoming County, you're eligible for membership at YROP Williamsport Federal Credit Union, where membership is for life. Wyrope Williamsport Federal Credit Union, 1536 Riverside Drive in South Williamsport, Wyrope.org. mobile app, Facebook, and Twitter. Federally insured by the NCUA and an equal opportunity lender.
2: Hey, we're back here at Harold L. Bullock Memorial State uh, Field on the campus of Seals Grove High School where the Lewisburg Green Dragons are getting ready to take on the Miffenburg Wildcats tonight. Go over to the starting lineups for tonight's game. First, for the home team, the Lewisburg Green Dragons. Simeon Byler is a starting at wide receiver. He's a 6'180 180 180-pound senior. Henry Schumacher is a starting left tackle, 6'3", 270-pound senior. Harry Murphy is the starting left guard, 5'10", 200-pound senior. Dylan Croner is the starting center, 6'3", 270-pound sophomore. The starting right guard is Garrick Feldman, 5'10", 190-pound sophomore. Caden Spots is the starting right tackle. He's 6'1", 220-pound senior. And the starting quarterback is Jack Landis. He's a 5'9", 165-pound senior. Starting running back is Max Moyers, 5'10", 190-pound senior. The wings, we have Cam Michaels at one wing, 5'6", 160-pound sophomore. Dante Sims, 5'10", 170-pound wing. And we also have Ethan Dominic playing wing tonight. It's 5'10", 190-pound junior. The starting defense for the Green Dragons, we have Jay Leonard. He's a 6'5", 210-pound senior defensive end. Brennan Baker is a 6'2", 320-pound defensive tackle. He's a junior. Harry Murphy is a 5'10", 200-pound defensive tackle. Owen Ordonez is a starting defensive end. He's 6'3", 215-pound junior. At the linebacker spots, we have Derek Chileski, 6'2", 270 pounds 75-pound sophomore. Caden Spots, he's 6'1, 220 pounds senior at middle linebacker. And the weak side linebacker, we have Max Moyers, 5'10, 190 pounds senior. Cornerback, Logan Callison, 5'10, 160 pound junior. Ethan Dominic is a strong safety, 5'10, 190 pound junior. The starting free safety is Cam Mitchell, uh Michaels, 5'6, 160 pounds sophomore. And Dante Sims is the other starting quarterback, 5'10, 175 pound junior uh senior. Head coach of the Green Dragons is Mark Persing. And for Mifflinburg on offense, Colin Miller. He's a six foot, 170 pound wide receiver. He's a senior. Cannon Griffith is the other starting wide receiver. He's 5'11, 156 pound junior. Starting left tackle is Josh Antonyak, 6'3", 260 pound junior. Troy Dressler is the starting left guard. He's 6'2", 190 pound freshman. The starting center is Emmanuel Ulrich, 5'10", 288-pound sophomore. Starting right guard is Gabe Stetler. He's 5'7", 185-pound sophomore. He also does the kicking for the Wildcats. Kay Dressler is the starting right tackle. He's 6'1", 230-pound, and he's a senior. The starting tight end is Lucas Whitaker. He's 6'1", 190-pound sophomore. The starting quarterback is Jacob Wrights. He's 5'9, 175 pounds senior. And the starting running back is Andrew Deal, 5'6, 140 pounds sophomore. The, start, the other starting wide receiver is Carter Breed. He's 6'1, 185 pounds sophomore. On defense for the Mifflinburg Wildcats, we have Cade Dressler starting at defensive tackle, 6'1, 230 pounds senior. Emmanuel Alrick is the nose guard. He's 5'10, 288 pounds sophomore. Quinton Doan is a starting defensive tackle. He's six two hundred forty-five pounds, senior. Troy Dressler is a starting outside linebacker. He's a freshman, 6'2", 190-pound. Gabe Stetler is a starting inside linebacker, 5'7", 185-pound sophomore. Lucas Whitaker is the other starting inside linebacker. He's one hundred ninety pounds, sophomore. And the other outside linebacker is Zachariah Mintz. He's a 5'11", 190-pound junior. The starting defensive backfield for the Wildcats, Cannon Griffith is a 5'11", 156-pound junior. He's a cornerback. Andrew Deal is a starting free safety. He's 5'6", 140-pound sophomore. Carter Breed is the strong safety. He's 6'1", 185-pound sophomore. And Colin Miller is a 6'172-pound cornerback. He's also the punter on the team, and he's a senior playing uh, cor- cornerback for the Wildcats. The head coach, The Miffleburg Wildcats is Jason Dressler, and looking at that lineup, Justin, a lot of underclassmen playing for the Wildcats tonight, and Andrew Deal was a pain on the side for the Lewisburg offense last year, and he intercepted two passes. Uh, let's stop drives, potential scoring drives for the Green Dragons last year,
3: Yeah, that's what really stood out you're going through the rosters, and I'm listening to that. They are very, very young. A yeah. lot of underclassmen starting for the Wildcats. Again, they had a good crop of uh, seniors last year that you know they graduated, uh, that played in key roles, and uh, as you said, Deal you know, had a great game last year, and, and I'm sure they're expecting some of these younger guys to step up. And uh, you got two zero and one teams here, rivalry game. Expect uh, should should be some exciting game tonight.
2: Okay, we'll. Uh... Take a break here. This is Lewisburg Green Dragon football on 100.9 The Valley.
12: Are you looking to buy or sell a home in the Lewisburg or surrounding areas? Get help from a realtor with over 15 years of knowledge and experience. A realtor who gets results. Tim Brouse of EXP Realty Lewisburg has been a lifetime resident of Union County and is a fifth generation licensed real estate agent. He is also a member of the American Legion Post 182 and serves as a Kelly Township committeeman. Tim Browse finds great satisfaction helping his clients through the buying and selling Process and working with all parties involved to ensure a smooth transition and a pleasant experience. Call or text Tim Browse at eXp Realty at 570 850 3118 and find him on Facebook
14: in store, at home, or anywhere in between. Now, you decide how to buy your next car, truck, van, or SUV. Conduct the entire process online from the comfort of your home and let us deliver your new vehicle to you. Or begin the experience online and finish it in our store for a quick and easy car buying experience. With never before seen incentives, now is the time to buy. All backed by our lowest price guarantee. So start your online digital buying experience today at BlazeAlexander.com Taking deals? The other guys won't. Mike's deal insurance agency
12: is proud to support Lewisburg green dragons football. We pray that the 2020 green dragons will have a safe and successful football season. We know you will work as a team and give it your best as you compete against other local schools, just like you protect your quarterback and block for your running backs. The team at mixel deal insurance works hard to protect your home auto and life. If you ever get knocked down and have an insurance claim, we are here to help you recover and get back on your feet. The green dragons and Mike's deal insurance. Two of the best things in Lewisburg. Thanks for supporting green, dragons football this year for all your insurance needs visit mixeldeal.com.
1: i can still remember the kids rolling around on that comfortable living room carpet
12: remember when they were babies they would bang
13: those pots and pans on the kitchen tile
1: i still remember the sounds of soccer and baseball cleats running on those hardwoods and you yelling leave the shoes outside
13: <laughs> these floors have seen a lot and they still look so good they've got some good years left on them
1: just like we do honey
13: Right? You bet, my dear. You bet.
1: Carpet Man in Milton. Flooring for life.
15: Hiking, biking, rowing, running. The game is life and you're the weekend warrior. You work hard and you play hard. Football, baseball, soccer, golf. To move is to live. And whatever your sport, Shemokin Dam Health Center specializes in total health to keep you in the game. Call 743-4333. Shemokin
7: Dam
5: health
2: center design with you in mind. We're back at Seals Grove where we're getting ready for the kickoff and the Little Brown Jug game tonight between the Lewisburg Green Dragons and the Mifflinburg Wildcats. And Justin, it's just about game time here. And any last minute thoughts, what you...
3: No, this is, you hate to say it, week two, but we're only in an eight-week uh, season here. Right. This is a must-win game, obviously, for the Green Dragons here. And, uh, you know, I feel pretty confident. You know, I think as you do, you know, I think this is a game that we can go out, uh, get some confidence underneath ourselves here, mm-hmm. you know, start out here, get a good opening drive, waiting as we wait for the coin toss. But uh, it would be nice, I think, here to get the ball first and come out and uh, yeah. take the ball down the field and put some points on the board right away, build that confidence. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just feel, you know, we match up well here tonight. I really do. It, it looks like... Now, we're sitting in the
2: press box, and we're looking down, and we have the weights and all the sizes in front of us, but it looks decidedly advantage to Lewisburg in size. Yeah, tonight, tremendously. Jeff.
3: And, uh, you know, up front there, I think that's going to be key. You know, you got a young squad over there with Mifflinburg, and as you and I you know, counted, they only have dressed tonight 29, 29 athletes, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, a very young team over there. And, as you said, size. Uh, you know, size advantage is definitely on the side of uh, Lewisburg. So get that push up front, get Max Moyers involved early on here, and, you uh, know, you know, get him, get him running, and uh, put some points on the board here early on, and just keep the foot on the pedal, and you know, just uh, yeah. make it happen. We got uh, you know, good night of football ahead of us here, and uh, throughout the valley, as uh, we'll take a look at the Alexander Family Dealership out of town scoreboard throughout the night, but. Uh, we're going to start off by taking a look at our Blaze Alexander Ford Tough Game of the Week. And our, our choice this week for Week 2 of high school football is Seals Grove at Central Mountain for the Week 2. Central Mountain coming off a victory last week over Shikolimi. And the, the Seals obviously had a, had a victory last week over Milton. So both of those teams come into this Week 2 with a 1-0 and record and uh, with high expectations here. So that will be a Blaze Alexander Ford Tough Game of the Week. And it's always worth the drive. The Route 45 at Blaze Alexander Ford.
2: You know, one of the things, uh, Justin, I heard uh, Dave Ritchie talk about the game last week, Chick Lemmy and and, uh, Central Mountain, and he said the thing that impressed him the most with Central Mountain was their size up front and the dominate performance of the offensive and defensive lines. and. That's something we haven't seen from Central Mountain the last two years that we've played them. They did not have yeah. that offensive or defensive line.
3: Now, good numbers, but just not the, you know, right. not the domination up front. Like, uh, like you know, the Chiefs saw last week as uh, the Braves were up there, at Central Mountain last week. And, you know, uh, what we both thought was an upset, you know, yeah. Central Mountain mm-hmm. winning there. And... Uh, so you know, see, hopefully they got their program turned around and going in the right direction because they do have good numbers there. So they large, really do. Large school district. Well,
2: Justin, you got your wish. Lewisburg won the toss. They will receive the ball. They'll be moving right to left as we call the game in the radio tonight. Um, one thing that I' little shocked about, Justin, the lights haven't turned on yet here at Seals Grove. Mm-hmm. It's getting a little dark. Maybe
3: here that's at the field. <laughs> maybe that's part of the deal. With <laughs> that's the
2: they can't turn the, the lights on at a certain time tonight. <laughs> Uh, going deep for the Green Dragons. <clears throat> Let's see who do we have back there. Looks like we're going to we, have Max
3: Moyers. Max
2: Moyers, Dante Sims, and Cam, Cam Michaels are as back deep for the Green Dragons. We get ready to take that opening kickoff. Kicking off is Gabe Stetler. For the Miffleburg Wildcats, he's a left-footed kicker, soccer style. He approaches the ball, high kick but short, taking it about the 11-yard line is is Michaels. He's up to the 25, out to the 30, and goes down about the 34, three, one yard, 31-yard line on a spot. I don't know if there's a flag on the play over there, Justin, or not, about the 30.
3: Yeah, it looks like they're going to actually move it no, outside. To, to the 34, four, yeah. yeah.
2: looks like there's a hold against Lewisburg, back about the 28-yard line. So that will push the ball
3: back. Yeah, push them back to about the 18. Yep. So it looked like good starting field position there for the Green Dragons, but unfortunately had the hold, and it's going to back them up from the spot of the foul, 10 yards. So it looks like, yeah, they're going to walk it back from the 28 all the way back to uh, the 18-yard line. That's where it looks like the Green Dragons will take over, opening drive of the night from their own 18-yard line.
2: First and ten for the Green Dragons. The ball's on the right hash mark. They break the huddle. Lanner is coming out wide left. Michaels is the wing back to the left. Dominic in motion. They give the ball to Dominic on the pitch around the left side. He's trying to get outside. He's up to the 20, 25, and hit and knocked out of bounds. About the 25-and-a-half-yard line. Pick up a seven on the play. For Ethan Dominic, makes it second
3: down and three. Yeah, good, uh, good run there by Ethan Dominic. He got a nice block there from uh, Cameron Michaels, setting the edge there as uh, Dominic was coming off the left side there, and uh, Michaels set the edge there. Had a nice block to, to allow Dominic to get out, and pick up seven on the first down, and sets up a short second, uh, second, second three. Yeah,
2: yeah. Landis is the quarterback. Wide side of the field is now to the right michaels and dominic wing moyers the lone setback michaels in motion give the ball to moyers up a bit no they keep it good job by the quarterback landis there fakes it runs around the left side for a pickup of about eight on the play out to the 34 yard line for a first
3: down yeah good read there by jack landis there fakes the handoff to uh, moyers and everybody bid on that and uh... he got the edge there himself he actually had the option to keep it himself or he had a pitch man coming around <laughs> the side with dominic and he decides to keep it gets up Gets up a field, picks up eight yards, gets the first down, and uh, two plays here and two nice games for the Green Dragons offense to start this game off, Greg. First
2: and ten on the 34-yard line. Balls in the left hash mark. Simeon Bowler wide left, Leonard wide right. His time keeps it again around the right side, and this time he's hitting the backfield and dropped. It looks like that was Emmanuel Ulrich, I think, that made the penetration there for Mifflinburg, tackling Landis in the backfield for a loss of, Two in the play, back to the thirty-seven 32-yard line. Brings up second 12, and those are the negative plays they can't have, Justin.
3: Yeah, you know, it was the same play call, just flipped the side of the field, one to the right side that time, and uh, he, there he would want to pitch there. He yeah. wanted to pitch to his back, Dominic going off the right yeah. side, but uh, Manuel made a nice play, all right there.
2: Same formation, this time Moyers gets the ball up the middle, and he's hit right at the line of scrimmage and stopped. Maybe a loss of a yard on the play back to the 31. Uh, We'll call it no gain maybe on the play. Makes it third down. Third down, 12, 13 yards to go. For the Green Dragons with 10 41 to go in the first quarter of a scoreless ball
3: game. Yeah, uh, up front there, again, we talked about it going in. We anticipated it. And that's what Meffenberg's doing, Greg. They're bringing eight in the box there and just, you know, that ISO running straight up with uh, Max Moyers. They were able to stop it. Sets up a third and long here, and it's not where we want to be on third down here.
2: That's exactly right. Balls in middle of field. Dominic in motion. Back to passes. Landis throws out to Moyers in the flat. He's at the 40. Cuts inside to the 45 and has the first down. Pick up uh, 16 yards in the play as he gets out to the 47-yard line. First down for the Green Dragons.
3: Another good way there to get Max Moyers involved in the game. They fake the pitch there on the motion man and uh, roll back out to his right there. And and just a little flat screen there to Moyers. And he got up the right sideline there and uh, was third and long. And they're able to convert on third down and uh, move the sticks and get the first down and get the ball out to the 47-yard line here with 10-14 to go in the first quarter. Opening drive for the Green Dragons with a score, 0-0. Pick up a 16 on the play. First and 10 for the Green Dragons on their own
2: 47-yard line. Wide side of the field is to the left. This time a fumble by Landis, and he falls on it for a loss of two. So it becomes second and 12. And it looks like he just pulled out a little quick there,
3: Justin. Yep, a little anxious there and just uh, not able to receive the ball. And uh, But fortunate enough for the Green Dragons, uh, Jack was able to fall on there and maintain possession and sets up a second and 12 here from the as they get on the 45.
2: Ball's on the right hash mark, second down, 12 yards to go, 9.50 to go in the first quarter of a scoreless ball game. And you're right, uh, Deal is playing a safety back maybe 12, 13 yards, but everybody else is up pretty close to the line of scrimmage. Landis under center and this time. Miffleberg jumps offside, it looks like.
3: Yeah, going to pick up a free five there for the Green Dragons.
2: So that will make it second down and seven. That makes it much more manageable for this offense,
3: Justin. Certainly. A little anxious there on the line on the left side there for the Wildcats. Jumped there as the motion man started going motion, and uh, we'll take that free five. First, now
2: second down and seven. Balls resting exactly at midfield on the right hash mark. Landis gets the call from his coach and goes back into the huddle. Jay Lannert comes wide left. Simeon Bowler wide right. Moyers the lone setback. Pitch to Dominic. He's out to the 50. He's at the 45 the 40 and breaks attack when he's down at the 30. Eight-yard line to pick up a twelve in the play for Ethan Dominic. Another first down for the Green Dragons.
3: Same play we saw on the first play of the drive. Greg off. It was a pitch off the left side. They were bringing Dominic, you know, in motion again. Cam Michaels with a great block to seal the edge here. And Dominic just got up the field down here. Got the edge and gets up a nice gain there of uh, twelve yards. But a good block there by Cam uh, Michaels and a good job by Ethan getting out to this, you know, getting the edge and getting upfield. But uh, that's the thing that we see with Ethan in the backfield now versus under center. It gives us more, more options there with big physical backs with him and Moyers. Michaels in motion right. Get pitched to Michaels around the right side. Crosses
2: the 38 and he about the 35 to pick up a three in the play. Second down and seven for the Green Dragons at the Wildcat 35-yard line. Justin, I would think they're getting close to four-down territory here.
3: Yeah, this opening drive here, uh, really eating up some clock and, uh, you know, picking up some good yards on that conversion on third down there. Um, Getting a lot of guys involved here. Obviously, we're seeing, you know, some quarterback, you know, with Landis, Moyers, Dominic, and Michaels all involved here in this opening drive. Second down and seven,
2: ball in the 35. Motion by Dominic. Pitch, oh, bad pitch, and it's back to the 50, and Dominic falls on it. Loss on the play from the 35 back to the...
3: By about the 48
2: 48 49 let's see where he's gonna get him. Yeah, 49, 49 yard line loss of let's see that's 16 on the play that would be a loss of team yardage there minus 16 there on the play makes it boy third
3: and 23 yeah, just unfortunate there, just the pitch got out in front of uh, Dominic and it went w- way behind him. Obviously, he did the smart thing just, you know, instead of trying to make a play, fell on and maintained possession there uh, and sets up again a third and long here, third and 22 from the Green Dragon, 49. Back and gives a draw play to Moyers. He's at the 50 and he fights
2: his way to about the 44, pick up a seven on the play. And makes a fourth down now and about 16 yards. So it looks like the Green Dragons will punt. Jack Landis is in to do the punting for the Green Dragons.
3: Smart call here, I think. Uh, You know, obviously, just just take advantage of field position right here. If you can get one, you know, pin them inside the 10 here would be nice. Andrew Deal back deep for the Wildcats, standing about his six-yard line.
2: Good snap to Landis. High punt, straight up in the air. It's not going anywhere, and Lewisburg might get lucky. No, it took a took a Lewisburg bounce. I thought it was going to hit that Mifflinburg kid right in the head. But the ball bounces down to the 26-yard line, so it will be first and ten for the Wildcats on their own 26-yard
3: line. Yeah, it took, uh, definitely took a good Lewisburg bounce there because I don't even know if we're going to get back to the, line, uh, the original line of scrimmage. There, exactly. Greg. And uh, I was hoping that I was going to hit a Mifflinburg player because <laughs> everybody didn't see where the ball was. But uh, anyway, it took a good bounce, rolls down, and it's going to be spotted at the uh, 26-yard line of the Wildcats, and that's where they'll take over with their first offensive possession here as they come out and uh, huddle up here. First and ten for the Wildcats
2: on their own, 26. Breed is coming wide to the right. They have two receivers to the left and tight ends to the right. Shotgun formation for rights. Gives the ball and a pitch to Deal around the left side. He's hemmed in, but he gets breaks, a tackle, and he's in the clear. He's across the 40, 50, and he's brought down. By Logan Callison, about the 43-yard line, 40 45-yard line of Lewisburg, He made one guy miss in the backfield, Justin, and then just
3: was off to the races. Yeah, picks up 20 or about 29. 29 yards, yeah, 29 first and 10. And like you said, we had initial contact. Should have been a two-yard loss. We actually had two guys in that vicinity. Just didn't wrap up, and He and he took off downfield. And Logan Callison with the touchdown-saving tackle.
2: This time, the wide side fills to the right for the Wildcats. They have two receivers left, tight end right, and wide receiver right. Shotgun formation for rights. This time, he gives to Deal around the left side again. This was more off tackle instead of a pitch, and he gets about six yards in the play down to the 39-yard line, makes a second down and four.
3: Yeah, just to uh, back off that left side there. they like something there on that left side here early on, and uh... – you know, gets a nice gain there on first down of 6 and uh sets up a manageable actually second and 4
2: actually it's 7 yards Justin We're gonna spot it, yeah. yeah down to the 38 of the Green Dragons Griffin is out wide to the left shotgun formation for rights deal to his right this time it's again off the left side misses a tackle in the backfield this time he's hit by Ethan Dominic and dropped Probably about the line of scrimmage, I think, Justin. No gain in the play, and we'll make it third down and three. Ball on the 38 yard line.
3: Yeah, good job by the defensive there to, you know, swarm in and, uh, and bring him down. Deal's not a big kid, Greg. No. Nope. Uh, six, 140 pounds. So, uh, you know, but he is shifty and very quick. Good open field tackle by Ethan
2: Dominic that time. Third down and three. This time, Wrights is under center. It's the I formation in the backfield. Rights so waits for that gives it to uh, deal on an isolation play up the middle and he goes nowhere. Justin fourth down a good play by the interior of the Green Dragon defense there led by ha- uh, Hagen Person.
3: Yep, Hagen got in on there and uh, Max Moyers coming in, a couple guys involved there and going to set up a fourth and three here and Mifflinburg is going to keep the offense out. I think. I think they are and this could be a good good play
2: a uh, good time for the Willisburg Green Dragon offense or uh, defense to step up because that would give them really. Good field position. <clears throat> so it's fourth down and three. Wrights is in the shotgun formation. Deal is to his right. Gives the ball to Deal around the left side. He has a motion and he falls forward. I think he got enough for the first down, Justin. We're going to see where he spots it.
3: Spot's it's gonna close. close. It's going to be
2: real close as they. Boy, it's right on the 35-yard line. They're going to have to measure that, I think. I think they called it a first down. Oh, they're giving it to him. Without a measurement.
3: Wow. That's pretty close, but, again, we're up in the box, not out in the field there. So, uh, Mifflinburg able to convert there on fourth down, gets the first down, out to the 35, four minutes to go here in the first quarter, score 0-0 as Mifflinburg's first offensive possession here as they convert on the fourth down.
2: First and ten for the Wildcats, the ball on the 35-yard line. Wide side of the field to the right. Eye formation for the Wildcats. Motion to the left. Quick pitch around the left side. He has blockers in front. And he's hit and dropped about the 30-yard line. Let's see where he's going to mark it. It's like the 31-yard line. Pick up a four in a play. Make second and six.
3: Just a pitch off that left side again. They like going on that left side. They've had no success going in in between. You know the tackles going up mm-hmm. the middle there. They're trying to get out to the edge on that left side and uh, picks up four there on first down. Sets up a second and sixth. Clocks down to about three twenty here. Opening quarter. Score zero zero.
2: Balls on the left hash mark. Second down and six for the Wildcats. Shotgun formation. Writes back to pass, rolling to his right, pulls the ball down, he runs the ball, he's across the 30, hit hard by Max Moyers. And There's a fumble, fumble. and it looks like Green Dragons. Max God. Moyers picked it up, and he's back to about the 35-yard line. A good hit by Max just stung the quarterback. The ball dropped out, and he picked it up and picked it up and ran for about,
3: he's going to get what? the ball. They're going to spot it about, he gets back out to about the 34. I guess they
2: said he was down yeah, when he picked the ball small. up, Justin. So, okay, the ball's but it is Lewisburg's ball as they stop the drive on their own 34-yard line. So uh, an excellent play by Max Moyers and recover of, recovery of the fumble.
3: Good turnover there for the Green Dragons' defense.
2: Under center is Landis. He rolls to his right, looking downfield. He throws a little wild pass. That's incomplete, it's now second down and uh, 10 for the Green Dragons.
3: Went back to that little flash screen where they faked the, the pitch to the man in motion and rolled the opposite way, roll out to his right there. Try to hit Max Moyers out in the flat and just uh, overthrew him. Sets up a second and long here for the Green Dragons.
2: Second down and 10 from the 34, 239 to go in the first quarter of a scoreless ball game. Leonard wide left. Byler wide right, motioned by Michaels, gives the ball to Michaels on a pitch. He makes a great job catching the pitch and then just runs into a Mifflinburg Wildcat, loses, let's see, a four and a play back, back to the 34-yard line. So it's now third down and 14. Again, this is just a position this offense can't get itself into, Justin. Yeah, it
3: can't be in third and long. We're just getting beat up front right there. Uh, we're having trouble right now with uh, Emmanuel Ulrich and uh, Tr- uh, Kate Dressler. Um, both are getting good penetration up front there for the Wildcats, and uh, drops us there for another loss. And uh, got to you know got to give us a little bit more time there up front. So it's third down and fourteen. The ball's on the Lewisburg thirty-yard line.
2: Gives the ball. No, there's a mix-up in the backfield. He pitches it now to Dominic around the left side. He's at the thirty, the thirty-five, the forties pushed out of bounds. So a pickup of about six on the play. For Ethan Dominic, but it brings up fourth down and about four yards.
3: Right there, we saw a true option right there, and that was a good read there by Jack Landis. And you know, he he really made him bite there, yep. and uh, you know, got got the pitch there, picked up a good positive gain. It's going to set up a fourth down here, and again, I think good good decision here by the coaching staff. Battlefield position right now. Yep, Tyler Foltz
2: and Andrew Deal back deep for the Wildcats, stand about their own twenty-five yard line. Landis to do the punting. Waiting on the snap. It's a good snap this time. Much better punt, high punt. The Wildcats are letting it hit, and it rolls for the Wildcats back to their 35-yard line. So they'll take over first down on their own 35-yard line with 1.03 to go in the first quarter of a scoreless ball game between the Wildcats and the Green Dragons.
3: Defense comes back out in the field. Got to feel pretty good about themselves after forcing that turnover last time on that play. We got some, you know, good hit there by Max Moores. We had some pressure rolling the quarterback out, you know, and uh, getting them uncomfortable there. And that's Mm -hmm. what we want to see of our defense. First
2: down for the Wildcats. This time, two receivers to the right. One receiver to the left. Shotgun formation. Wrights looks to his left. His right. The ball's... Tapped in the air, and I think the receiver dropped it. He had it in his hands briefly, but uh, did drop the ball there. That was Sean Grodotsky.
3: Yeah, good, good job by the line up front there on the left side. I didn't see who got their hands up there. I right. didn't either, Justin. But they got their hands up there. I think that might have been Jay Lannert. Um,
2: might have, yeah, could got, have been.
3: Got his hands up there, tipped that pass, and uh, falls down and incomplete. Sets up a second and ten here from the 35 of the only Wildcats there with 58 seconds left to go in the opening quarter. Again, shotgun
2: formation. This time they give the ball to Dio up the middle, and he breaks through the line of scrimmage, but is hit and dropped after a gain of four by the Lewisburg, Wildc- uh, Lewisburg Dragons. Let's see, that's Ethan Dominic and uh, Owen Ordones and Max Moyers combining on the tackle. Picked up five, third and five, 42 seconds to go in the first quarter, so they'll have to run one more play
3: here in the first quarter. See if the defense can step up here again and get, get off the field and get that offense back on.
2: This time two receivers come to the right, shotgun formation for Wrights, and Deal is to his right. Back to passes and being chased by Leonard. Uh, Leonard makes a play, but he again, again, throws it downfield, and Wrights completes the pass down to his tight end for a first down to about the Green Dragon 45-yard line. Lucas Whitaker made a nice catch there. Pick up a 15 on the play for the Wildcats to the Green Dragon 45 yard line it will be a first down, and that will be the end of the first quarter with the score Lewisburg 0, Mifflinburg 0. This is Lewisburg Green Dragon football 100.9, The Valley.
4: It's game time, and the team at I'm the Guy Basement Systems is ready to give you a customized game plan to fix your basement's problems. Moisture, seepage, mold, those are serious problems that won't go away on their own. Let ITG help. We offer free inspections to ensure your home is dry and healthy. Visit ITGBasementSystems.com to schedule your free estimate today.
7: ITG Basement systems. Systems. I'm the guy.
2: We're back here at the campus of Sealens Grove High School at Harold L. Bowling Memorial Field, where in the Little Brown Jug game we have a scoreless tie through the first quarter, but the Mifflinburg Wildcats just picked up a first down, and they're in Lewisburg territory at the Lewisburg 45-yard line. First and ten when we start this second quarter.
3: Let's take a look, Greg, at the Alexander Family Dealership Out of Town scoreboard in the first quarter. It's Jersey Shore 28, me 0. It's Central Mountain 7, Seelands Grove 0. And that's our Blaze Alexander four Tough Game of the Week for Week 2 here. And it's Milton schmokin 0-0. And Warrior Run is trailing Hughesville 6 nothing in the first. Montoursville has a 7 nothing lead over Central Columbia in the first. And, again, that's your Alexander Family Dealership's Out of Town scoreboard here for the first quarter.
2: Shotgun formation from Mifflinburg. Wrights is in the shotgun. De- no, it's a new running back in there. Foltz. He- yeah, Fultz gets the ball and maybe gets. No, does he doesn't even get back to the line of screen, like he loses a yard, Justin, back to the 46 yard line. Fultz was the running back that time. As we're giving Deal a little break.
3: Yeah, good job up front there by the Green Dragons defense. Actually going to drop him for one yard loss yep. there. So good job up front.
2: Second down and 11
3: for the Wildcats
2: as they break the huddle. Again, Foltz is the running back. This time he's to the right of rights. Two receivers to the left, one receiver to the right. Low, low snap and he's down. He's down right away. The ref should have blown the whistle there when he was down on his knees, Justin, but he didn't. That was a fumble and a loss of seven on the play. Back to the Wildcat 47-yard line. That makes it now... Second down and on third third down and about eighteen yards to go for a first down.
3: Yeah, just a bad snap across the ground there and uh, quarterback there. Smart play again as well. Just yep. the fall on it and uh, hanging person in there right away and make sure you know keep them down. I obviously can't proceed with uh, once you touch a knee in the That's high right. football. So good job there by the Green Dragons. It's,
2: it's third down, long third down. Three receivers to the left, one receiver to the right. Shotgun formation, deals in motion to the left, and they throw a little pass out to Deal. catches the ball, makes one guy miss, and he's a hit and dropped about the 44 of the Green Dragons. He picks up uh, about a, le- a 10 on the play, but will make it fourth down and nine for the Wildcats. And looks like they're going to punt here and try to pin Lewisburg deep.
3: Yep, for, uh, third down there, just a little swing pass with him coming out of the backfield with Deal, and uh, could tackle there by Dante Sims to bring him down. As you said. It's a small game, but still going to force the punting situation here for the Wildcats, and it's going to be a battle of field position here early on. Callison and Michaels back deep for the Green Dragons.
2: Good snap. Punch block, and it's picked up by the Wildcats about the 44, so the Green Dragons will take over. It looked like that was blocked by, uh, who was that? Uh, number 50 for Henry the Green. Henry Schumacher. Henry Schumacher with the block. Great, great job. That turns field position around for the Green Dragons as they get the ball on the Wildcat, 43-yard line, first and 10.
3: Yep, good pressure up front getting in there, and Schumacher getting his hands up to block that, and uh, yeah, that could be our smoking-damn backbreaker play of the game.
2: Exactly. That was a, And that was a, a good snap and everything, Justin. Yep. 9.48 to go in the first quarter. Balls on the right hash mark, first and 10 for the Green Dragons. Moyers is the lone setback. This time they give the Moyers up the middle. He's hit and Bumble. fumbled, and the Wildcats cover the ball. It looks like Lucas Whitaker recovers the ball on the forty yard line. So second uh turnover there. Turnover for the Green Dragons. Makes a first and ten for the Wildcats on their own forty yard line. That's the third fumble of the night for the Green Dragons, but the first one that's been lost.
3: Yeah, just unfortunate situation there. Max gets the handoff coming up and gets, you know, men at the line again. Give Mifflinburg credit up front there. And, uh, you know, just he loses a handle on it. Mifflinburg recovers and see if they can, uh, you know, capitalize off the turnover.
2: First and ten for the Wildcats. Rights in the shotgun formation. This time he gives a delay up the middle to deal, and he's hit at the 40, but he fights his way forward. He's little, but he's strong. Fights his way forward for about Five yards out to the 45-yard line.
3: Tackle there by Hagen-Persund. Bring him down. Sets up a second and five. 9.20 to go here in the second quarter. We're scoreless. 0-0 as uh, Mifflinburg trying to march downfield here.
2: Second and five for the
3: Wildcats.
2: As Reitz goes over the sideline to get the play, comes back in. Grudowski split out wide to the right. Wide to the left. We see a slow snap and deal, I don't know, the whistle blew there. I guess they had him marked down. He must have been down his knee, Justin.
3: Yep, again, low snap there.
2: And then makes it, it lose a loses five yards in the play, so it now brings up third and ten. Third and ten for the Wildcats, the ball on their own 40 yard
3: line. Yeah, just not a good good exchange there and uh fortunate enough back him up five and uh sets up third and long and this is where Mifflinburg doesn't feel comfortable after last week they had uh, six interceptions right now free right. safety cam michaels has got to be you know, playing center field here
2: I-, I think they throw that swing pass to deal again around the right side because he can make kids miss that's for sure three receivers to the right one receiver to the left for the wildcats Whitaker split out wide right back to pass right stays in the ball and ball's Batted in the air, and Jay Lanner at that time got it, Justin, as he knocked the ball down. Jay Lanner, five—I mean, six-five—and six five. the quarterback from Milfordburg is five-nine, so he has a decided height advantage there, and it's tough for Rice to throw over him.
3: Yeah, good job by Green Dragons defense there, uh, not to give up after the turnover, and going to get the ball back here and should get some good field position as Cam Michaels and Logan Callison are back to return the punt here,
2: standing about their own twenty-seven yard line. Well, you know, on the snap is a punter. High snap this time gets the punt. Boy, low punt hits the forty and bounces down to the Green Dragon thirty-one yard line where they will take it over. And boy, Jay Lannard there almost kicked that
3: ball, Justin. Yeah, you got to be careful there. I know what he was trying to do. He was trying to block the gentleman from come down from because it took a Mifflinburg bounce. And uh, yep. But I can
2: see now that some punts could be blocked tonight if, that's, if he kicks in that low.
3: I was going to say that barely got over the line of scrimmage. You know, all yeah. the guys on the line.
2: Yeah. 8.03 to go in the first first half of a scoreless ball game between the uh, Lewisburg Green Dragons and the Mifflinburg Wildcats.
3: Just an exchange of field position back and forth here. Neither team able to capitalize on the turnovers.
2: Balls on the Lewisburg
3: 31. First down. Moyers is alone lone setback. Give the ball to
2: Moyers up the middle. This time he breaks free. He's at the 40. He's outside of the 45 50. 45-40, he's at the 30, 25-20, and he's brought down at the 13-yard line, it looks like, on a saving tackle there by Andrew Deal. Ball's on the 12, they're going to mark it on the 12. So that was a pickup of 57 forty-seven. 57 yards.
3: 57 off, yep. off the left side there. and I like the play call because, again, get the ball right back in Max's hands. You know, after the fumble, come back and just give him the confidence. And uh, nice run there. Good job up front. He Once he got to the outside there, he took off. And uh, give Miffenburg credit. They didn't quit on the play and uh, able to bring him down at the 12-yard line. So that will set up inside the red zone here for the Green Dragons with 7.25 to go here in the second quarter, 0-0. First and 10 for
2: the Green Dragons. Again, Moyer's up the middle. This time he's hit at the line scrimmage. He keeps fighting his way forward, maybe picked up a yard to the 11-yard line. So we'll make it now second down and nine from the 11. Yeah,
3: that's Emmanuel Ulrich up front there, Greg. You're just not going to push him around. Nope. Um, only a sophomore, but uh, he's a special talent that they have up front there. Heck of a wrestler as well. And uh, just uses his you know low center to gravity there yep. and just gets that push up front. And uh, he wasn't having anything of it. So second nine for the Green Dragons. The ball's resting
2: at the 11-yard line. Michaels is wing left, Dominic wing right. Michaels in motion. Give the ball to Michaels along the right side. He's inside the 10, the 5. He fights his way forward, and he's in for a touchdown. Cam Michaels from 11 yards out. Touchdown, Lewisburg. As they take a 6 nothing lead with 637 to go in the
3: first quarter. Pitch off the right side there, and Cameron knew where he needed to get to, got the edge, and uh, he dove to the pylon and uh, gets it in and gets Lewisburg the opening score here of this game as they jump out to a score of 6-0 with 6.37 to go in the second quarter with a PAT attempt on its way.
2: Jack Diefenderfer in the try of the extra point. Jack Landis is the holder. Waiting on the snap, a good snap. The ball's down, the kick's up. And it's good. And the Green Dragons take a 7-0 lead in the middle of the second quarter. A good run there by Max Moyer set it up. That could be our backbreaker play of the game.
3: Yeah, certainly Max got the 57-yard run and Cam Michaels capping off into the end zone from 11 yards out, and that could be our Dam Backbreaker Play of the Game at Shemokiniam Health Center and Workplace Injury Institute, offering medical care, chiropractic care, rehabilitation, and much more. Call 570-743-4333 for an appointment now. And like I said, I'd, I'd like to see that opening play there, get it back in Max Moyer's hands yeah. there. Again, you know, fumbled the ball, turned it over. but he comes back, gets a nice 57-yard run, and then Cam Michaels capping it off off the right side there. He was aggressive. Uh, The defensive back could have tackled him in open field, but Mm -hmm. Cam wasn't going to have it. You know, knew where he needed to get to the pylon, dove and gets in the end zone and gets Lewisburg here this uh, early lead. Jack Thief and Durfer getting ready to kick off.
2: Tyler uh, Foltz and deal back deep for the Wildcats, standing about their five yard line. Last weekend, Jack, when he kicked off, uh, the one time that he kicked off, he kicked into the end zone. The other time, he tried an onside kick ball fell over jack he's gonna have to turn turn around jack was on this field last night playing soccer tonight he's kicking for the green dragons
3: and they got the victory last night it was uh, the final score four one
2: four to one jack yeah. scored a goal in that game last night he scored the fourth goal for the green dragons simeon bowler is holding it is a little windy down on the field tonight approaches the ball good high kick by jack goes into the end zone and the Green Dragons will take. I mean, the Wildcats will start on their own twenty-yard line. Six thirty-seven to go in the first half.
3: Yeah, good boot there by Jack, kicking out of the back, of the end zone, and uh, not giving the Wildcats an opportunity to return that. First and ten for the Wildcats. The
2: ball will be in the middle of the field on the twenty-yard line. Wrights gets the call from his offensive coordinator. Comes into the huddle. Looks like Deal is out of this play. It's like he's standing on the sideline right now. Like full out. And Mifflinburg calls a timeout because I think they did want Deal on the field.
3: Yeah, they want to get him back on. He's been the workhorse early on here in the first half for Mifflinburg. He's carried the ball nine times. And uh, like you said, Greg, I think they took that timeout to get him back on the field. He's yep. been their offense, not only rushing, but uh, receiving as well. Exactly. So we've got a break in the action here. We'll take a. Let's get an update on the scoreboard uh, as we get some scores coming in throughout the Valley on the Alexander Family Dealership Out-of-Town Scoreboard. It's in the second quarter. It's Jersey Shore 28, chick 0. It's Central Mountain 7, Seals Grove 0. And that's our Blaze Alexander Ford Tough Game of the Week. As we take a look at some other games, it's Milton 0, Shimokin 0. It is Montgomery with a 7-0 lead over Northwest in the second quarter. Warrior Run has a 7-6 lead over Hughesville in the second. It's Southern Columbia 14, Bloomsburg 0. It's Montoursville 7, Central Cl- Columbia 0. And it's Danville 7, Midwest 0 in the second quarter. And, again, that's your Alexander family dealership out-of-town scoreboard in the second.
2: First down for the Green uh, Wildcats. Right's under center, eye formation for the Wildcats. Motion across the field. Pick, uh, no, they give to the fullback up the middle. He's hit, dropped about a two-yard gain for the Wildcats there. That was uh, John Derrup with a gain of about two. He's hit in the backfield, made a little spin move, and picked up two yards.
3: Yeah, brought a man in motion there and uh, just hit the fullback coming straight up and uh, picks up 2 Their positive yards. Sets so up a second and eight.
2: Second and eight from the 22, 6-12 to go in the first half. Lewisburg leads by score of 7-0. Wildcats break the huddle. This time will be a shotgun formation. Deal will be to rights is left. Two receivers to the right, tight end left. No, they give a little action to Deal up the middle, a little delayed handoff. Moyers hits him about the line of scrimmage, and Deal probably falls forward for a gain of two, so it's now... Third down and six from the 24-yard line.
3: Deals just, uh, again, not super in size, but I'll tell you what, shifty and uh, spun out of the tackle there to get a you know, positive gain, gets the ball out, picks up two yards, could have been dropped for no gain or even a loss, but uh, good shifty move there by Deals. Sets up a third and six, as you said, Greg, from the Wildcats' own 24 here. So ball, see, Yep, ball's in the middle of the field. See if the defense can step up again here for the Green Dragons.
2: Dingaman and Whitaker come wide to the left. Shotgun formation. Right straight back to pass. Look at downfield, throws it out to the wide receiver on the left. He catches it and falls forward for a first down out to about the thirty-two yard line. That was gradotsky First down picked up of looks like eight on the play to the thirty-two. Oh, they're gonna put it at the thirty-three. Gain of nine. First and ten for the Wildcats. Five oh three to go. Clock moving in the first half.
3: That was over to Colin Miller on the on the outside there.
2: Uh, Wasn't that number one? I thought it was number one. Maybe it was, Miller.
3: Yeah, I apologize with the the, the Jersey numbers here that they have. I apologize.
2: That's okay. uh, Shotgun for me. The low snap gives it the deal around the right side, fights his way forward for pickup about five in the play. Good job by rights there to get the ball to him because the ball was on the ground temporarily.
3: Yeah, kept his composure, picked it up, and, uh, you know, still able to pick up positive yards there. She said probably going to pick What's, up. What? That a, okay. I, that was a flag. Face mask. Face
2: mask against the Green Dragons. So that will push the ball down inside the Green Dragon territory. No, to the 48 of Mifflinburg, but it will be a first down with 440 to go in the first half green dragons lead seven to nothing
3: miffenburg still two timeouts here plenty of time
2: rights comes into the huddle this time two receivers come to the left with the tight end and two receivers to the right shotgun formation in motion across the formation now three receivers right quick pitch to deal along the right side hit the backfield breaks loose and just about broke clear for a big gain Dropped for a gain of about four in a play to the Green Dragon, 48-yard line. But, Justin, what's happening is they're trying to arm tackle this kid, and you're just not going to do it.
3: No, he's, uh, again, not big in size, but shifty and, uh, you know, keeps his legs going there. And Logan Callison was able to, you know, shoestring tackle him there and uh, bring him down, or that would have been six going in for the Wildcats off that right side there.
2: Second down, and we'll call it seven from the 48 of the Green Dragons. Wide side of field to the left. Shotgun formation for rights. Deal was his sidecar on the left side. Good snap. This time, Deal up the middle. This time, he's hit and dropped for a loss of one on the play. Back to, we'll call it midfield, just inside Lewisburg territory. The ball's resting just inside. Brings up now third down and eight for the Wildcats with 318 to go in the first half.
3: Yeah, front line there for the Green Dragons. Defensive line was having none of it there. Drops them. And uh, no running room at all for Deal. So,
2: No, that was a, a, an excellent play there by the Green Dragons. I think that was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, that was Schreffler, Braden Schreffler that got in there and made the initial hit. Third down this time, two receivers to the left, two receivers to the right. Dragons are coming on a blitz. They're coming out. they throw deal out here in the flat. He catches the ball at the 50. He breaks a tackle, and he falls forward to the 41 for a first down. Seems to be a play that Mifflinburg's going to quite
3: a bit, Justin. Yeah, we dialed up a lot of pressure there, bringing everybody, and it was a good play call there by the Wildcats. You know, a little swing pass to the back of the backfield, and good job there by Dante Sims for the tackle, because I'll tell you what, um, he was being, you know, there, yep. he had running room there, a nice lane to go, and Sims was able to break off his block and uh, make the tackle. And uh, right now, you know, Mifflinburg's in no hurry, and the uh, game clock's down to, it's going to be about two minutes here, Greg, till they call this play. I know they still have two yeah. timeouts left, but still got 42 yards to go.
2: First and ten for the Wildcats. This time it's shotgun formation. Wide side of the field to the right. Right's in the shotgun. Deal to his left. Give the ball the deal up the middle. He's off the left side. Breaks one tackle and he's dropped down at the 39-yard line by Ethan Dominic. There, pick up of. Call it three in the play. Make it second and seven. One forty-seven to go. In the first half, and like you said, they are in
3: no hurry. Yeah, the quarterback's going to the sideline to the far sideline, obviously, because they're on the left hash trying to get the play coming in. But uh, the game clock just keeps ticking down, and uh, and they still got yeah, long 130, ways to go. yeah,
2: 130 to go. Balls resting on the 38 and a half yard line, wide side of the field to the right. Bingaman and Gradotsky split out wide right, right. Got the pass, rolling to his right, being chased by throws a little drop pass to and who catches it and dropped immediately by Cam Michaels at about the thirty five yard line will bring up fourth I mean sorry, third and three. Again, the clock is running.
3: Yeah, you always think they call it. I think they'd use a timeout. There. Yeah. I mean I don't know how good their kicker is, but that's still quite a boot right now. Yeah, right, right
2: now you're looking at fifty two yard field goal. Yeah, you're under a minute. The clock is ticking away three receivers left one receiver to the right back to pass he throws the ball out in the flat it's caught by gradotsky out there to the right he gets out of bounds after he picks up a first down at about the 28 yard line i think
3: the defensive backs just giving a little too much room there Yeah, a little too much cushion there obviously a passing situation but uh you know the Miflenburg able to convert their nice little pitch and catch receiver gets out of bounds And stops the clock with 40 seconds left to go as they have the ball on the Green Dragon. They're going to spot it about the 28. Yep, 28-yard line, first and 10
2: for the Wildcats. Wide side of the field to left, and they have three receivers that side. Deals to the right side of Wrights. Wrights back to pass, looking downfield. He throws a deep pass into the end zone. There's no one there. And they call interference on the defensive back of Lewisburg. I don't... Quite understand that call as the ball was twenty yards away from him.
3: So they're gonna call pass interference. So right, the ball yep. is at the twenty-nine. They're gonna spot it at That
2: will go half the distance to the goal uh to the goal line, so it'll be about the fifteen yard line, I believe.
3: Thirty-five seconds left to go. Mifflinburg still has two timeouts left here.
2: Now their whole playbook's open, Justin. Yeah. And Lewisburg is calling a timeout.
3: Yep. Big Big series here. Obviously, you want to keep them out, you know, keep them from putting points on the yeah. board here. But, again, 35 seconds left to go. Mifflinburg has the ball. When they walk that off, they're going to spot it at the 14-and-a-half yard line.
2: You know, yeah, right about the 14. So it'll be first and 10 for the Wildcats on the 14. 35 seconds to go. And, Justin, they get the ball to start the second so, half. Yeah. So this is a big defensive series here for the Green Dragons to try to hold them to a field goal attempt.
3: Yeah, they, uh, you know, they've been able to convert there. Uh, when we dialed up the pressure, they were just hitting the short, you know, short pass, swing passes there to the back out of the backfield. So uh, they've shown the, the ability to mix in the short pass. They also hit the tight end coming across the middle. So, as like you said, Greg, I think the playbook is wide open here for Mifflinburg because they still have two timeouts. Um, they do, yeah. And and uh, Deal is an excellent receiver. Now we've only seen him on that flat
2: pass coming out of the backfield, but you know they can do a little swing pass to him. I'm sorry, a little swing passes, but he gets out in the open field there. He's yeah. tough to bring down.
3: Yeah, he's been their workhorse tonight. He's carried the ball 14 times you know, in the first half, and uh, he's got three catches so far. So so first and ten for the Wildcats. The ball's
2: resting on the Green Dragon 14-yard line. Wide receiver to the left, tight end to the left, and two receivers to the right. Right's in the shotgun, motion this way. Back to Pass. He's right. He's being chased. He throws it up in the air, and he throws it well out of bounds. That should be grounding.
3: Yeah, got great pressure there by Hagen-Persund coming in right up through that gap yeah. there. And uh, is right ah. the forced to throw the ball away. Like you said, Greg, there's not a receiver. And uh, Well, that
2: hit on the track, Justin. Yeah. You
3: know? Not even near. So
2: In the pros, that's legal. Yeah. In the college, that's legal. But in high school, high school that's a penalty.
3: <laughs> yep. So good job up front there by the Green Dragons. As we said, uh, Hagen-Persund getting in or getting the pressure. Sets up a second and ten. Game clock's down to 30 seconds. Obviously, stop with the incomplete pass.
2: Again, shotgun formation. Two receivers right, two receivers left. Rights. Back to pass. Ron is right. Looks out for a screen pass out here to deal. He's hit at the 15 yard line and dropped in bounce, I think, about the 14. Good open field tackle by Dante Sims. And this time, Mifflinburg calls a timeout.
3: Yeah, so a little short pass, and I don't even know. If no, I think get back he,
2: to, no, I don't think he got back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, Justin. It's gonna I think you're right.
3: It's going to be actually a right. one-yard loss.
2: Yep. Excellent play by the defensive secondary there, yes. the Green
3: Dragons. Sims with another great tackle there to bring him down. Didn't give him the opportunity to get that edge, and uh, Miffenberg forced the call, a timeout. Leaves them with one timeout left. 20 seconds to go here in the second quarter. They've got the ball for. At, spotted at the 15-yard line of the Green Dragons. It's third and ten. Green Dragons' defense here trying to put a stand together, take the uh, halftime lead.
2: I, I think this would be huge to stop them down here, Justin. Oh, certainly. Uh, it takes a it, lot
3: of momentum, yeah, especially, yeah. like you said, Greg, with Mifflinburg getting the ball the se- second half to start the second half. If Mifflinburg comes down here and scores, you know they're feeling pretty good about themselves exactly. in the halftime. And uh, that's not that's not what we want here. So the Lewisburg coaches have talked over what
2: they want to do defensively, and the um, Wildcats have their play set. They break the huddle. Wide side field to the right, which is a good thing for the Wildcats because he really feels rights looks a lot more comfortable rolling to his right and throwing the football. Deal is to his right. We have two receivers to the right and one receive two receivers to the left. Back to pass right. This is time straight back. He throws out in the flat to the right and it's caught, but it's only caught for a negligible gain, maybe of four yards to the eleven. Clock's running down with 10-9 seconds. It looks like the Wildcats are going to call a timeout. And they do with about three seconds to go. And the question now is do they try to kick a field goal or do they go for the touchdown?
3: Well, three seconds left. I think they got to kick the field goal here, put some points on the board. If they feel they got the ball at the 11-yard line, I just don't know how good their kicker is and how comfortable they feel with that. But they got it at the right hash there. You know, he kicked
2: the field goal to beat the – Mifflin, uh, Lisburg last year, Justin. So, uh, it's the same kicker as they had last year. He's a left footed kicker, and looks, but I don't know
3: what what they're going to do right now. Still discussing and having yeah. no signs there, you know. Looks like the offense is coming back out. Well, it,
2: uh, no, they're going to they're kick, kick it, it yeah. they're going to kick a field goal. Rice is going to be the, the holder, rights will be the holder. Left-footed kicker again for the, for the Wildcats. Waiting on the snap would be a 27-yard field goal. Good snap, kicks down, and it's up, and it looks good. And it is a 27-yard field goal and makes the score 7-3 to at halftime in favor of the Green Dragons. This is Lewisburg Green Dragon football on 100.9 The Valley.
15: Hiking, biking, rowing, running. The game is life, and you're the weekend warrior. You work hard and you play hard. Football, baseball, soccer, golf. To move is to live, and whatever your sport, Shamokin Dam Health Center specializes in total health to keep you in the game. Call 743
5: 4333. Shamokin Dam Health Center designed with you in mind.
10: Blaze Alexander Ford Route 45 in Lewisburg is the lowest price guaranteed, period. Whether you're looking for a new or used vehicle, you're always going to find the lowest price at Blaze Alexander Ford. Check out all our inventory at blazealexanderford.com. And we have one of the largest selections in the state of Pennsylvania on new Fords and pre-owned vehicles. Don't make a $1,000 mistake. Make the drive to Route 45 in Lewisburg, where you're always going to get the most for your trade and the lowest price guaranteed. Blaze Alexander Ford Route 45 in Lewisburg, taking the deals the other guys want.
8: At the Sholley Insurance Agency, they love sports. Just ask Carol or Lynn. They're proud to support our area's schools and high school football teams. They thank the coaches, parents, and communities that support the athletes and believe that participation in any sport helps to foster teamwork, dedication, respect, and character. Remember, for all of life's touchdowns and tackles, the Sholley Insurance Agency is here to help. Offering coverage for your home, auto, business, and employee benefits. Sholley Insurance Agency, we're here to help. Visit us at sholleyagency.com.
5: There's still plenty of time to enjoy the outdoors, but make sure the inside of your home looks just as gorgeous as the fall colors upon us. Oberdorf Carpet One has you covered. They carry the highest quality of carpet, plus ceramic tiles, vinyl planks, hardwood tiles that have the look of wood or ceramic. Browse the gorgeous area rugs for a softer look. New floors will completely transform any room. Talk to their staff and let them brighten up your home. Always free estimates. Oberdorf Carpet One, Lewisburg, just south of Bucknell on Route 15. Oberdorf onecom
0: Mark and Troy here at Zimmerman Motors. It's Jeep Adventure Days, and we're celebrating with special Jeep pricing for everyone. We have huge discounts on every new Jeep in stock, up to $6,000 off new Jeep Cherokees to qualified individuals. We're also discounting every new Jeep Renegade up to $7,000. Jeep Adventure Day discounts all month long, great selection, 0% financing on many Jeep models. It's going to be a fun month. So come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman Difference. Call 570-988-Jeep or visit us
2: online at thermonjeep.com, we're back at Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field where the halftime score tonight is Losburg 7, the Mifflinburg Wildcats 3. And Justin has a scoring summary for us.
3: Yeah, we got a 7 3 score here, and in, uh, in the first quarter, you know, teams just basically exchange turnovers and uh, field position back and forth with puns, and uh, we didn't see our first score until. We were in the second quarter with 6.37 to go. It was Cameron Michaels with an 11-yard touchdown rush off the right side. The PAT attempt would be good, and the Green Dragons would jump out to an early 7-0 lead. And right before the half, with three seconds left, it was Gabe Stetler of the Wildcats with a 27-yard field goal through the uprights, and that would get us to our score. Here we are at the half, 7-3. As we uh, get into halftime, both teams are in the locker room, obviously making adjustments, and uh, we got a ball game here as we anticipated with uh, you know two teams with a lot of motion on the line with a little brown jug up for grabs here tonight. So, again, here from uh, Seals Grove, it's Lewisburg 7, Mifflinburg 3, and you're listening to the Green Dragon Football on 100.9 The Valley.
15: Hiking, biking, rowing, running. The game is life, and you're the weekend warrior. You work hard and you play hard. Football, baseball, soccer, golf. To move is to live. And whatever your sport, Shemokin Dam Health Center specializes in total health to keep you in the game. Call 743-4333.
5: Chemokin Dam Health Center Designed with you in mind.
13: Go where you matter, where you have a voice, a vote, and a name. Loan rates and fees are lower. Deposit rates are higher. YROPE rope Williamsport Federal Credit Union. If you live, work, worship, attend school, or volunteer anywhere in Lycoming County, you're eligible for membership at YROPE rope Williamsport Federal Credit Union, where membership is for life. YROPE Williamsport Federal Credit Union, 1536 Riverside Drive in South Williamsport, y mobile app, Facebook, and Twitter. Federally insured by the NCUA and an equal opportunity lender.
7: I'm Art Thomas, president of Diversified Construction. Bathroom modifications, outside ramps and vertical platform lifts, stair glides and door widenings are some of the construction services we provide. Our certified agent-in-place specialist can meet with your family to discuss projects that keep people living where they want to be. Don't wait for a crisis situation. Diversified Construction can help keep you safe at home. Visit our website, check out our Facebook page, and call us today for a free site visit and consultation. Diversified Construction. Proud to be the consumer's choice.
2: We're back here at Howard L. Bowie Fe- uh, Memorial Field in Seals Grove, where the halftime score is Losburg seven the
3: Mifflinburg wildcats three and justin do you have some stats for us yeah let's take a look at the lewisburg green dragons offensive unofficial statistics here early on in the first half tonight passing for the green dragons tonight, jack landis one of two for that completion was 16 yards on the ground we saw four different ball carriers for the green dragons jack landis had three carries for four yards it was max moyers with five carries for 69 yards Ethan dominic had three carries for 29 yards and cameron michaels three carries for 10 yards but he did have 11 yard touchdown run and then on the receiving end that one catch was by max moyers for 16 yards and uh, that is your unofficial statistics here uh in the first half for the green dragons score as we said seven to three here at the half uh still it's a little extended halftime here tonight we're looking at a 20 minute halftime tonight so both teams obviously still in the locker room making their adjustments and uh you know, we're just uh getting ready obviously for a great second half, Greg. Uh, you know, statistic wise, I think you said Lewisburg offensively tonight only ran seventeen plays. Yeah, how how did Mifflinburg do? Do you have any stats for Mifflinburg tonight, Justin? Some of the unofficial stats that they have here. Uh the big thing I think is on the ground for Mifflinburg, they had four ball carriers. Uh it was Rice the quarterback took a sack, obviously, for a 13-yard loss. We had Tyler Fultz with one carry for uh, one yard, and John Darup, one carry for two yards, but the playmaker that we've seen that really, from Mifflinburg tonight, has been their sophomore 5'6", 140-pound Andrew Deal. He's carried the ball 14 times tonight for 62 yards, mm-hmm. and on the receiving end, he's also got four receptions tonight for 23 yards, so... Uh, you know, it's deal, deal, deal. Right. They're, you know, giving it to him, you know, not only rushing, but looking for him out of the backfield. Little swing passes, high percentages, short mm-hmm. passes, and letting him use his athletic ability. Again, not big in statue, but I tell you what, he's got great speed. He's shifty, and you can just see his athletic ability just show off. You know, he's he's quite a little, you know, good ball player here. He really is. What What is uh, – do you have Wright's statistics for passing? Yeah, we have him 7 to 10 unofficially here tonight, and uh, he's got – 50, 55 yards passing tonight. A lot of short passes. He mm-hmm. did have the one uh, conversion where he hit the tight end over, you know, right. on, on a crossing, you know, coming across, and uh, was able to convert there on the third, third and long. Um, but uh, again, a lot of passes that he's thrown tonight have just been short, intermediate, high percentage completions, um, and you know. You're, you're pretty much seeing what they got. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. They don't feel like you know down down the field that they have a deep ball threat. That's so right. It allows our defense to really get to the line. We've got pressure throughout the night. We had the block punt. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, we're, we're seeing we're seeing a good good ball game by the uh, Green Dragons defense. Yeah, and the thing that's um, scary
2: right now for the Green Dragons is they've run twice as many plays almost as yeah. the, the L- Mifflinburg has, has run, run twice as many in. plays as Lewisburg. Yeah. Um, the defense has stepped up when it's ha- had to to keep them realistically from scoring but uh they're gonna have to find a way to stop and tackle this deal kid because he does not come down with
3: even though he's 140 pounds yeah he doesn't come down with an arm tap. no not at all and that's and he's shown that you know here in the first half you're coming at him and if you're not wrapping up you know we're very fortunate we had some real good tackles there at the end of the second quarter where he was out in space where Dante Sims did a great job mm-hmm. bringing him down or he would have been going gone for six and uh you know, as you said, you know, the thing is, you know, Mifflinburg's ran probably double amount of plays, pretty close to it, of mm-hmm. what Lewisburg's offense has. But, you know, most important thing right now, that scoreboard, Mifflinburg will get the ball to start the second half. Right. And that's where we're at right now with about 11 minutes here in the half. Time, uh, you know, both teams, as we said, are in the locker room and the score here at the half is your Lewisburg Green Dragons 7, the Miffenburg Wildcats 3, and you're listening to Green Dragon Football on 100.9 in the Valley. At
0: Sunbury Motor Company, the letters SMC mean a lot to us. Those letters stand for a tradition of trust since 1950. SMC, SMC stand for selling more cars and satisfying more customers. SMC. It stands for Sunbury Motor Company. And when you need a Ford, Lincoln, Hyundai, or Kia, you have our lowest price promise. Log on to sunburymotors.com to see more choices and save more cash. And then you can say, start my car. I'll take it. SMC In the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and Route 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf.
12: Mike's Deal Insurance Agency is proud to support Lewisburg Green Dragons football. We pray that the 2020 Green Dragons will have a safe and successful football season. We know you will work as a team and give it your best as you compete against other local schools. Just like you protect your quarterback and block for your running backs, the team at Mike's Deal Insurance works hard to protect your home, auto, and life. If you ever get knocked down and have an insurance claim, we're are here to help you recover and get back on your feet. The Green Dragons and Mixel Deal Insurance, two of the best things in Lewisburg. Thanks for supporting Green Dragons football this year. For all your insurance needs, visit mixeldeal.com. The crew at the Lewisburg Delicatessen in downtown Lewisburg proudly supports Green Dragon football on 100.9 The Valley. Listen to the game with great food from an authentic Italian-style deli with Italian and American cuisine, plus assorted groceries and imported Italian specialty items. The Lewisburg Delicatessen is winner of Silver Stars for the best deli and the best wraps in the Susquehanna Valley. Call ahead to order or visit online and on Facebook, too. Go Green Dragons!
1: For nearly six decades, Hubs Home Oxygen and Medical Supplies has served the home health needs of Central PA with outstanding respiratory services and quality home medical equipment. We provide solutions to enhance the lives of our customers and their loved ones by helping them be safer, more comfortable, and independent at home. With offices in Williamsport, Lewisburg, Lockhaven, Wellsboro, Harrisburg, and Carlisle, there is always a nearby office to help you improve your life. Now open, our new Hubs location in the Susquehanna Valley Mall in Sealands Grove.
2: We're back here at Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field in Seals Grove With the halftime scores, the Lusper and Green Dragons 7 And the Mifflinburg Wildcats 3 in the Lisper in the Union County Little Brown Jug game For football supremacy in Union County
3: We have some out of town scores, Justin. Certainly, the Alexander Family Dealership out of town scoreboard here at the half. It's Jersey Shore forty, Chicolamy zero. They're in the mercy roll there in the second quarter. It's our Blaze Alexander Ford Tough game of the week. It's Central Mountain seven, Seals Grove zero, and they're at the half. It's Shemokin fourteen, Milton zero in the second quarter. Montgomery has a ten to seven lead over Northwest in the second quarter. At the half, it's Hughesville eighteen, Warrior Run seven. In the second quarter, it's Southern Columbia 28, Bloomsburg 0. And in the second quarter, it's Montoursville 22, Central Columbia 0. And it's Danville 14, Midwest 0 in the second quarter. And, again, that's your Alexander Family Dealership out-of-town scoreboard here in the half of week two.
2: I think one that surprises me the most there, Justin, is Montoursville Central. Yeah. You know, I know Montoursville lost a lot from last year. And I knew they had a good team, don't get me wrong. But boy, I thought Central was better than that. To be honest
3: with you. Yeah, you you thought you know looking over it, you thought it would be a pretty real, pretty good matchup. We saw Central, of course, last week. You know when we felt you know a senior Latin team, that got a lot yeah. of experience, especially. You know, I really felt last week. You could see the t- like a team like Central that brought a lot of their nucleus back. Right. You know, obviously it looked like they were steps ahead of a young you know Green mm-hmm. Dragons just because you know they were starting ten seniors on the offensive side, ten seniors on the defensive side, and I think here early on in the season, I think a lot of teams that bring guys back with not having that full off season to right. prepare. They're really ahead of everybody else, Mm -hmm. and you know, again, it's like you said. Montoursville had, you know, lost a lot of guys, little you know contributors from their team last year to graduation, but uh, still a little bit of a good nucleus there in the cupboard, and uh, they're out to a 22-0 lead over Central Columbia there in the second. And uh, Danville team, we're going to see next week out to a 14-0 lead over Midwest in the second quarter. Mm -hmm. So uh, another you know good game there, and uh, and Jersey Shore. Um, you know, again, they lost their quarterback last year, but I'll tell you what—they just continue to reload. Yep. And uh, I know right now, and they're only you know, you know, rankings, so it really doesn't mean much. But right. um, it's just on paper. But you know, right now, they're uh, they're ranked second in the state, and uh, they're obviously showing it after you know, last week their victory. And again, this week, right now, you know, they're mercy rolling Chicolamy in the second quarter, forty to zero. And, and that's
2: so, two weeks in a row. Yeah, that they've been mercy rolled. Yep. Yep. So, um, yeah, that that's surprising because. I thought Lemmy this year might not be able to stop anyone, but I thought they'd put points on the board.
3: Yeah, last year, and, yep. And last year we saw, you know, their quarterback, uh, the Drew Ballastrini. Right. You know, he gave us fits last year. Uh, again, not not a huge you know, core brick and statue, but the athletic ability, you know, he could throw and he, and he could run and gave us a lot of fits. And they also have a big wide receiver in uh, the Marshall boy. Dave Marshall, Marshall, right?
2: Yeah. Well, and I heard Dave Ritchie talking yesterday. There are other wide receivers like 6'4", a basketball player that's yeah. about 6'4". So they those, have athletes there. Yep,
3: the matchup. So, uh, you know, Jersey Shore is for real, obviously out there with a 40 to nothing lead. Okay, you're listening to Lewisburg Green Dragon Football on 100.9
8: The Valley. No heat? Better call McCreary. Furnace is broke. Better call McCreary. Boiler not boiling? Better call McCreary. He'd pump tune-up for winter. Already? Yep, already. Better call McCreary. Service repair installations. Call us, because we're the best. McCreary's HVAC. Oh, and even on for refrigeration. Better call McCreary's. Call 570-473-8815. Or on that device of yours, HVAC com. Better call McCreary's.
0: At T. Ross Brothers Construction, they're proud to be a member of the communities in which they live and build. They've been serving our valley for over 50 years, and their reputation earned them the honor of building many of the area's residences, businesses, and community and religious facilities. Whether you want to build, expand, or remodel, T. Ross Brothers Construction is committed to providing you with the very best in design, quality, and value. Visit them at trossbrothers.com, and you'll learn why they say,
13: We're building for the future.
0: I can still remember
1: the kids rolling around on that comfortable living room carpet.
13: Remember when they were babies, they'd bang those pots and pans on the kitchen tile?
1: I still remember the sounds of soccer and baseball cleats running on those hardwoods. And you yelling, leave the shoes outside.
13: (laughs) These floors have seen a lot and they still look so good. They've got some good years left on them.
1: Just like we do, honey.
13: Right? You bet, my dear. You bet.
2: Carpet Man in Milton. Flooring for life. We're back here at Sealands Grove at Harold L. Bowling Memorial Field where the Green Dragons have a 7-3 a halftime lead over the Mifflinburg Wildcats. The Green Dragons are back in the field getting ready to start the second half, and the Wildcats are coming out now. We have about four minutes to kickoff. And, Justin, can you tell us some things that are coming up on the radio stations this weekend?
3: Yeah, some rebroadcasting. Our sister stations got a lot of action going on uh, as we kick off week two of uh, the NFL. it's um, You can listen to Philadelphia Eagles football as they take on the L.A. Rams on Eagle 107. Pre-game starts at noon and the kickoff's at one with Merrill Reese and Mike Quick on Eagle 107 on Sunday afternoon. <laughs> And then it's the Pittsburgh Steelers as they play their home opener against the Denver Broncos. All the action starts at 11 a.m. with kickoff at 1 right here on 100.9 the Valley. So the pregame starts off at 11 and the kickoff at 1, and that's the Steelers versus the Broncos right here on 100.9 the Valley. And for you baseball fans, tune in tomorrow as the Philadelphia Phillies can be heard on Eagle 107. They're home tomorrow as they take on the Washington Nationals starting the on-deck show starts at 5:30, and uh the game schedule start at seven o'clock again that's eagle 107 for philly philadelphia phillies baseball so a lot of action baseball season coming down to the final stretch greg as they're yeah. only playing a 60 game season yeah and they're jockeying obviously for uh playoff positions the phillies need to a you know, blue one last lane against the mets there and uh they need to get back on their winning ways.
2: Well, they won the first game of a doubleheader tonight, 7 0.
3: That's good. Get back. So, and yep. Get them involved. And again, you know, week two of uh, NFL football action. As we said, our sister station, Eagle 107, will have the Eagles game. And Steelers can be heard here on 100.9 the Valley all season long. Well, Justin, I think uh,
2: Lewisburg is going to have to make some second half adjustments defensively um, to see what they can do to curtail. Andrew Deal. i yes, Some some of his yardage is missed tackles. Be, and yep. and a credit to Andrew Deal. Yep. Because he's breaking those tackles. But Lulzberg has been doing some arm tackling
3: there that they have to get away from. Yep, guys. Be sure to wrap up there and bring him down. And you know, I think you've got to put a spy on him, you know, especially coming out of the backfield there. Bring yeah. one of our, our backers and you know, and, and watch where he's, you know, setting up and, you know, flaring out and just uh read on him the whole time because again, you know, you look at the the percentage of plays that they ran tonight where deal touches the ball Mm -hmm. is pretty significant it's it's a little over 75 percent and uh you know he's seen the action obviously carrying the ball 14 times on the ground but also on the receiving end so he's definitely their playmaker for the wildcats and they want to get the ball in his hand so we got to limit that and you know offensively for us we just got to take care of the ball just limit turnovers and uh you know our defense has really showed up now we got to offensively uh, you know, I, like we say, control it up front and right. uh, get that push. Because, uh, you know, right now we've got the size over Mifflinburg, I think. But uh, just unfortunately, we're not having our way with them.
2: No, and, and um, I'll tell you what's, what's impressed me tonight um, is Mifflinburg's short passing game. I, I really thought that was going to be a strength for Lewisburg with their defensive secondary returning. Just about everybody from last year that Wrights would have a tough time throwing the ball. Now, he's not throwing it downfield. Uh, he is throwing some short passes, but he's thrown two passes downfield that were caught, and I, I think the defensive backs are playing a little soft right now. And yep, you know that might be the defense the, the coaches are calling. You know, yep. I, I I don't know that we're we
3: that. Yep, trying to keep, keep everything in front of them. Yep, but um, you know, I, last week Wrights had six interceptions. That's right. So you know, the thing he's shown the ability to turn it over. So uh, last week against Danville, six interceptions. He was only three of sixteen. And uh, tonight, you know, he's got a you know a pretty darn good uh, completion percentage on yeah. Again, not like you said, Greg, just not down the field. Yep. Short, high percentage passes, but he's able to convert. And uh, probably the most impressive one to me was on the third down. We had pressure, right. and he was rolling out on the on the run, going to his right, and uh, kept his his eyes downfield and hit his tight end, dragging yep. across, and was able to pick up the first down.
2: And a, and a lot of credit might have to go to the Mifflinburg coaching staff, who saw last week that they. And and again, we didn't see that game, yeah. so and I didn't look at any film. Yep on that to see what he was doing but uh they've gone to that short passing game which can be a strength because he's not going to throw the ball downfield now no so we have about um 20 seconds before the teams will go on the field to start the second half and there is a pretty good wind here tonight lewisburg will have the wind in the third quarter um will have it in the fourth quarter but if I'm looking at the flag correctly, at least, that's what it looks like, that they'll have it in the fourth quarter. Dief Durf will get ready to kick off for the Green Dragons. Back deep are Foltz and uh, Deal for the Wildcats, staying about their own 10-yard line. Sorry, Mifflinburg will have the wind in the third quarter. Lewisburg will have it in the fourth quarter. Stephen Durfer getting ready to approach the ball. Nice kick going over the head and into the end zone for a touchback. So, you know, Lewisbury's been kind of lucky the last several years, Justin, to have guys that can kick it into the end zone.
3: I was thinking the same thing when he kicked that first time tonight. I mean, that's going into the wind and obviously kicked it in the end zone for a touchback. So it's pretty impressive for high school uh, football players. You don't see it too often. And we've been very fortunate. And, you know, uh, as you said, very successful soccer program.
2: Had exactly.
3: A lot, a lot of those guys playing two sports. So, as you said, the soccer team with a victory last night. And earlier in the week, they had another victory over Sh- the Shikolimi, yep. 12-0. 12 or 13-0, 13-0 yeah. yeah.
2: First and ten for the Wildcats as they come out in the I formation. Deal with the I back. Wide receivers right and left, tight end to the right. Rights under center. Gives the ball to Deal off right tackle. He has a big hole. He's into the secondary. He's across the 30, 35, 40, and pushed out of bounds by Cam Michaels at the 47-yard line at pick-up of 27. And just a little off tackle play that time by the Wildcats.
3: Yeah, they sealed the right side there, and Deal got to the outside. And you know what, Greg? Opening play of the game, they went to the left side, and he picked up 29 on the same play, but just off the left side there. They come back to the right side. He picks up 27. So first play of the second half, they're not – Two weeks in a row hasn't been good for the Green Dragons. That's exactly right.
2: First and ten for the Wildcats. Again, high formation. Fullback is John Darup. Rights under center. Motion across the lineup. Again, gives the ball to deal up the millies. Across the 50 into Lewisburg territory for another first down to the 42-yard line. Pickup of 11 on the play.
3: That time just going right up the gut there, just followed his lead blocker and, uh, you know, just trailed up and got, got a great, obviously, burst there, picks up 11 and gives the, the Wildcats the ball. on. It looks like in going to spot well, on the Green Dragon, 43.
2: 43. That was, uh, let's see, that would be a pickup of 10 then. First and 10 for the Wildcats again, I-formation. Something didn't show a lot of in the first half. Again, the same isolation play, and this time he's hit and dropped by Caden Spots about the 40-yard line, but a pick up a three on the play. Second down and seven from the Green Dragon, 40.
3: We talked about that up that up front, and, uh, you know, Miffenburg's just gone to it. They're just pounding here, opening possession here the second half, just trying to get a push up front. And uh, Deal just being in the workhorse. That's his 17th carry of the night, Greg.
2: He's got to be approaching 100 yards now, I think. Maybe he has 100 yards.
3: Yep, he's over uh, 17 carries for unofficially 102 yards here.
2: First uh, second and seven shotgun formation. Deals to his left. Wrights gives deal on a delay. He's hit at the 40 and brought down about the 38-yard line as, was that Person that yep. was just hit him right there at the 40 and just held on? Yep. Picked up two, so it would make it third and five for the Wildcats.
3: Yeah, Colin Higgins' name quite often here tonight, 88 in on the tackle there, bringing them down, and sets up a third and five here for the Wildcats.
2: And I don't know, Justin, but if I'm Mifflinburg, I'm thinking I have two plays to get these five yards. I agree with you, Greg. Third and five from the Lewisburg 38-yard line, 10 minutes to go in the third quarter. Two receivers right, three receivers right, one receiver to left, shotgun formation, right Fakes it, looks out to left, throws a slant, and it's completed to Grodowski. He's at the 30, the 29, and he falls forward to about the 26-yard line for a first down and a pickup of 12 on the play.
3: Yeah, nice play fake there. Lewisburg bit on that, anticipating that Deal would get the ball again and just good fake there by the quarterback rights. It just hits his receiver just right in the hands, and he's able to get upfield with the yards after the catch and gets the first down, and the Wildcats in business here as they get the ball out to the Green Dragon 26 here. First and ten on the twenty-six,
2: wide side of the field to the right. Three receivers to the left for the Wildcats. Shotgun formation. Deal to the right of the quarterback. This time Deal gets around the left side. He's at the 25, breaks free, and he's hit and dropped about the eight-yard line. Is that Ethan Dominic, I think, that brought him down?
3: That's uh, Dante Sims.
2: Dante Sims, okay. But a first down, and it looks like a timeout. Green Dragons.
3: Yeah, good call, good call, I think, here early on because Mifflinburg has a lot of momentum, Greg. They're just picking up positive chunks on the yards here. And, uh, you know, just uh, deal being the workhorse, getting on the outside there. And, uh, again, not able to wrap up. We're not, you know, wrapping up and bringing him down. And he's just, you know, again, we, you know, we've stressed it all night long. Not a big statue, but I'll tell you what, he keeps the legs turning. And, you know what, he's not coming down on initial contact.
2: No, he's not. And he, when he makes his decision, he makes a good, quick cut, and he's up the field. So it's first and goal in the eight, nine twenty-seven to go in the third quarter. Lewisburg currently leads seven to three, but the Wildcats are threatening and driving hard on this first series of the third quarter.
3: Yeah, good call. I think just uh, get the composure here, make some adjustments here, and uh, you know take a little momentum away from Mifflinburg. They're just coming out and just pounding, 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 able to convert, uh, you know, with the. Short intermediate route there in the pass play, but uh deal being continues to be the workhorse here. 19 carries on the night so far. First and 10 for the Wildcats.
2: Balls on the eight yard line this time. It's eye formation, right under center. Turns, gives the ball to fullback, hit right on the line of scrimmage. Maybe picks up a yard to the seven, but that's all as the interior of the Lewisburg defense stopped him right off the bat.
3: Yeah, trying to, you know, basically give a quick hitter there to the fullback and uh, trying to think that, you know, Deal would get the ball going off the right side Mm -hmm. there. But the Green Dragons read that all the way and uh, stopped them. Again, it looks like it's going to be, they're going to spot it just for no gain. Yeah, no gain. Braden
2: Schreffler and Croner there on the tackle. This time it's shotgun formation. Deal to the right of the quarterback. Two receivers, three receivers to the left. Give around the left side. Deals inside the five, I believe. He falls forward to about the five. Makes it third and goal from the five. As he goes off the left side that time. Owen Ordonez and Braden Schreffler in on the tackle.
3: Picks up three. Sets up a third and six. Like, well, they're Look right at, at the spot. Right at the five. five. Yeah, yep. so. Th-
2: third and goal from the five. 8.27 to go in the third quarter. Wildcats break the huddle. And I think... I try to get dealing some open space out here to the right. Oh, they're going eye formation. Rights under center. Straight back. Looking under pressure. He blades the tackler. He has a wide open receiver in the end zone. He underthrows him. So it brings up fourth down. And now, what do you do if you're the Wildcats, Justin?
3: Wow, I'll tell you what, we had some pressure on the backside there. I think that was Ethan Dominic coming in on a blitz on the backside. And uh, right. Rice just rolls out to his right there and has a man wide open, streaking across into the end zone and just on the run underthrows it and very fortunate there for the Green Dragons the ball goes incomplete there sets up a fourth and six as Rice goes over to get the play and they're going to go for it here on fourth and six.
2: Rice goes back in the play clock's down to 14 seconds. Ball's in the left hash mark, wide side of the field to the right. Shotgun formation, three receivers right. Deal to the left. Back to pass. Throws it into the end zone and well overthrown. And it's incomplete pass. I don't see any flags down or anything.
3: Yeah, I see the Mifflinburg coaching staff going you know, on the I sideline. Didn't... You know, I don't, I didn't see any contact uh, or anything. It was just an overthrown ball. Yeah, there. we brought pressure off the off on our right side coming in. It was Ordonia's coming in, and uh, Wrights just tried to make something happen and just threw it out of the back of the end zone. There, just overthrew, and the defense does their job. And uh, you know, Mifflinburg had something going there, but the Green Dragons defense steps up when they needed to and forces the turnover on downs, and they'll take over. They're going to have the ball spotted right outside the five yard line. Of uh, their own five yard line with eight minutes to go here in the second quarter. Green Dragons lead by a score of seven to three.
2: Landis under center gives the Moyers off the right side. He breaks a tackle and he falls forward to see where they spot it. Looks like the about the 11 yard line to pick up a six for Max. Good, Max. A good hard run there by Max
3: Moyers. He gets the ball out, picks up five there on first down off the right side. And it's good to see Max Moyers getting involved uh, here early on with the Green Dragons' first pos- offensive possession here of the second half. Second and five.
2: Ball just outside the five yard line. Moyers again, the lone setback. Michael's in motion. Give the ball to Moyers off the left side. He breaks through the initial set of tacklers. And I think he fell forward for a first
3: down, Justin. Yeah, the far far sideline looks like the official's coming in. It looks like where he's going to mark, it's going to be it's going to be close. Now the near side official is right on the fifteen. The far side is on the sixteen. And uh needed to get to the sixteen, so it depends on where they're going to actually spot. Can't uh, right
2: now the clock, the play clock's running, but the game clock has stopped.
3: Looks like they're gonna ask for oh, ooh, there's a penalty flag. on the play. Looks like they're gonna call holding against the Green Dragons.
2: So that pushes it back to the five yard line. So it's gonna negate that. Negate that run. I never saw a flag come in, Justin.
3: I didn't either. It had to be on that far sideline away from us that we just couldn't see it.
2: Say so first down, uh, second down now, and 11 for the Green Dragons from their five yard line.
3: Got to be smart here, Greg, you know, with our pin back here. Got to watch on toss. Moyers again up the
2: middle. He might have gotten two yards that time to the seven. So it makes it now third and nine from the seven-yard line. And that was a huge penalty because that would have given the Green Dragons a first down.
3: Yeah, now instead, now we're, you know, forced third and long with our backs, you know, just real close, obviously, we're ball's only at, marked out at the seven. So... 6.45 here to go in the second quarter. Green Dragons lead by a score of 7-3. Jack Landis gets the play coming into the huddle. This is a big play. This
2: would be a huge first down pickup for the Green Dragons here.
3: Definitely keep the chains moving. Not give uh, Mifflinburg getting the ball back with excellent field position. Landis
2: under center. Motion by Dominic. And this um, a penalty again looks like...
3: Green Dragons going to move.
2: Looks like it is against the Dragons, which would push the ball back inside the five-yard line. Right now, they're killing themselves with penalties, Justin. Back to about the three. So we'll make it third down. About 13. 13 to go. Ball resting on the three. They need to get to the 16-yard line for a first down. Landis is in the huddle, getting ready to call the play. 6.13 to go. Green Dragons lead 7-3. Motion by Dom. I could give the ball to Moyers off the right side, and he breaks one tackle and maybe gets to the six. Pick up a three on the play. Makes it uh, fourth down and ten for the Green Dragons.
3: Yeah, just no running room up uh, up front there for uh, Max. Mifflinburg hats off to him. They're doing a good job up there stopping him, bottling him up. He only picks up three there on uh, third down. Sets up a punting situation, and Mifflinburg should get excellent field position here on the Green Dragon side of the field.
2: Landis getting ready to punt. High punt. Going to hit about the 30-yard line, bounces sideways and backwards, and Mifflinburg will take over in the Green Dragons' 28-yard line. So the defense is going to be put to the test right away again, Justin, with 5.21 to go in the third quarter, Lewisburg leading 7-3.
3: Yep, last series they were able to stop, keep them out of uh, obviously putting some points on the board. And, uh, you know, obviously now Mifflinburg, you know, offense has great field position. The the Green Dragon defense is going to have to step up once again here.
2: First and 10 from Mifflinburg. Balls on the Green Dragon, 28-yard line on the right hash mark. 521 to go in the third quarter. The Wildcats break the huddle. Cameron Cannon-Griffith is going to the left side in the slot. Shotgun formation for Wrights. his left. Griffith comes in motion across the formation. Back to pass is Wrights, and this time he's tackled by Ardonios at the uh, 40-yard line. Loss of about 12 on the play, I think, Justin. That's why they mark it, but... He saw that big Ardonius coming in. He just froze.
3: Yeah, he didn't know what to do. He was deer in the headlight. They're going to actually mark the ball back out to forty-two or forty-one.
2: Forty-one loss of thirteen on the play makes it second and twenty-three.
3: Yeah, Ardonius came in and got pressure, and uh, like you said, uh, Rice was just like a deer in the headlight there. So good job there by the Green Dragons defense, and especially Ardonius getting that drop of a sack for a th- nice thirteen-yard loss. Shock Right. Deal off the right side, hitting the
2: backfield by spots, but he keeps his legs going. i am tell you, he almost spun out, out for a
3: touchdown. He broke three tackles there. He really did. And I'll tell you what, he just lost his bounce there on the end on a out, or he was going to go down the right sideline. But uh, I'll tell you what, you know, he made something out of nothing there, broke three tackles.
2: Picked up five in the play to the 36-yard line. That was a heck of a five-yard run by Deal. This time, Deal is to the right of the quarterback. Shotgun formation. Breed is to the left. Three receivers to the right. Open side of the field is to the left. Wright's back to pass under heavy pressure. Screen pass, a center screen, and it's caught by Griffith, and he's a great open field tackle there by Cam Michaels, and it looks like a penalty against the Green Dragons.
3: I didn't looks like roughing oh, the passer right. the passer afterwards is going to be automatic first down
2: yep roughing the passer against the green dragons which will give the ball to the wildcats on the green dragons 15 yard line first and ten so penalties have just killed the green dragons here in the
3: second half yeah it's just uncalled for right there we just would have stopped them you know uh good read you know by cam michaels coming up making the tackle you know, it was a good call by Mifflinburg on the screen, but better job there by the Green Dragons defense, especially Cam Michaels coming in and making the tackle. But you got to have discipline there, and uh, you know, come in and, you
2: know, and rough just let the quarterback. up.
3: Yeah, yeah, you got to recognize the situation. If you, nobody's touching you and you're running through, you know, you got to read right away. Screen, screen, screen. Let the quarterback go after he releases it. But now it sets up the ball from the 15-yard line, first and 10 for the Wildcats. Deal up the
2: middle, hit and drop by Max Moyer is about. The line of scrimmage, no gain in the play, second and ten.
3: Yeah, Max with playing with a little aggression there, just comes up, fills that gap right away and drops him for a no gain. Uh, 3.30 to go here in the third quarter. Green Dragons lead by a score of 7-3. Beffenberg looking to try to put some more points on the board.
2: Second and nine. Second and ten, balls on the 15-yard line. The Wildcats are having trouble getting the play in here, talking to one of their linemen. Break the huddle. Ball's in the middle of the field. Shotgun formation. Deal to his left. Two receivers right, two receivers left. Low snap this time. Deal around the right side. He's hit again. Drop maybe a yard gain this time. Good penetration by the Green Dragons there. Jay Lanark got in there early and made him cut in. And I think
3: Derek Shalesky
2: Shalesky came in there 13. and finished things up. So third down, down, eight from about the call it 13 and a half yard line i would say now
3: for four down territory yeah
2: four down territory two receivers to left bingham and Gradowski to the left breed to the right motion by bingham across the formation back to pass throws a slant a great pass there by rights and a catch by Gradowski. but i think he's a yard short justin
3: yeah, the side judge coming in, and it looks like he's going to – yep, he signals fourth down, so it's going to be about fourth and one there as they mark the ball. Just short of the five. Fourth and less than a yard. And right now, Lewisburg sub, subbing in the big boy package up front there. Mifflinburg making their own adjustments as well, bringing in. And it, uh, big down here. Fourth and goal, Wright's under
2: center, I formation. Wright's quarterback sneak, and he pushes forward. He could go into the end zone, and he does for a touchdown. Quarterback sneak for five yards into the end zone for a touchdown with 143 to go in the first uh, third quarter. Mifflinburg takes a 9-7 to seven lead.
3: Yeah, as you said, fourth and one. Both sides knew it was going to be a quarterback keeper. Quarterback keeper comes in, just gets the push, goes in from six yards out on a quarterback keeper with fourth and one. Mifflinburg takes a 9-7 to seven lead here with 143 to go in the third quarter with a PAT attempt on its way. In the try the extra
2: point is Gabe Stetler. One of the things the Lewisburg defensive line did there just so they stood straight up. And that was just an easy push for the Mifflinburg-Wildcats offensive line. Kicks up, and it is good. I don't know how he got it off.
3: Hey, he took a little bit of the wind with him, I think. Because yeah. I'll tell you what, we've got great pressure again. Yeah. Good penetration up front, and I thought for sure we are going to block it. And he just got it off, and it just snuck in there off the of- from the left side and Mifflinburg successful PAT there extends uh well actually gets the lead here to 10 to 7 and uh minute 43 to go in the third quarter so Mifflinburg comes down and uh, really to start the second half here their first two possessions showed the ability to move the ball you know we did shoot ourselves in the foot there. Right, yeah. we had them stopped on a third and long and uh you know roughing pass passer penalty gives them the automatic first down And Mifflinburg able to capitalize on it and then, now they take the lead 10-7 143 to go here in the third quarter
2: You know, penalties and turnovers have uh, really hurt Lewisburg all season. So now getting ready to kick off is Stetler. Back deep for the Green Dragons is Cam Michaels, Max Moyers. Standing about the 15-yard line, Stetler approaches the ball. Michaels baubles it and goes out of bounds about the 12, 13-yard line. He probably should have left that go.
3: Yeah, it would have been, it would have went out of bounds and spotted the ball as a thirty-five. But uh, you know, trying to get at the play. thirteen. Yep, tried to make a play there. Unfortunately, it just uh, couldn't bring the handle in, and it just goes out of bounds. So uh, things just go in the Wildcats' way right now. And you know, Lewisburg, we got plenty of time left. One forty-one mm-hmm. to go in the third quarter. Obviously, a lot of time left here. Just down by three. Just got to relax. But put some plays together here.
2: First and ten for the Green Dragons at their own thirteen-yard line. Ball's in the right hash mark. Break the huddle. Michaels is wing left. Dominic wing right. Landis under center. Dominic in motion. Gets the ball in a pitch around the left side. He's at the 10-yard line. He cuts in at the 15 and falls forward to about the 18. See where they spot it. Looked like a pick up a five in a play makes a second down and five for the Green Dragons.
3: Yeah, had a lot of success with that play tonight, Greg. It's the third time we've called that. It's bringing Dominic in motion, and, and he's actually receiving the pitch coming, going from right to left, coming off that side and getting that edge there and picking up good positive yards. Picks up five. We got uh, – uh,
2: Gabe uh, Stetler was down injured, injured on the play, but he's up and walking off now.
3: Yep, so that's a good sign. That's to see a good him.
2: sign for him, yep.
3: He'll bounce right back up and – Going off for a play here. I don't
2: think he'll be off long. Hopefully he won't be off long for the Wildcats. Second down, five. For the Green Dragons. Ball's at the 18-yard line. Viler out wide to the right. Lannert wide left. This time they fake it. It's inside handoff. Reverse there. And they were waiting for it. And a loss of probably four on the play. Cam Michaels was
3: running the ball there, and now it brings up third and nine. Yeah, you said it. Wildcats just read it all the way. They were just waiting in the backfield for Cam to get the handoff. Drops them for a four-yard loss and uh, sets up a third and ten here. And uh, that's what we've been calling a lot tonight for the Lewisburg office. Third, we certainly third have, long.
2: third and long. Third down for the Green Dragons. Ball's on the 14-yard line. Landis under center, two receivers to the right. Back, oh, back to pass. And he trips over his Sarah going back, and he loses three yards, four yards in the play back to the 10-yard line. Timeout, Mifflinburg.
3: I, I don't understand, understand that.
2: that. Oh, I know what that was for. That's So Lewis,
3: um, oh, they get Lewisburg the will
2: have to kick into the wind. wind. Yep, I yep. understand. Good call, Greg. Yep.
3: Good call. Yep, they're uh, trying to take advantage of the wind here tonight. 32 seconds left, and just uh, Jack tried to drop back there on his drop, and just unfortunately the center stepped back right on his heels and uh, tripped and falls falls for a four-yard loss and uh, going to force a punting situation here. And again, Mifflinburg will get excellent field position here. Yeah, there's only 32 sec- 33 seconds left
2: in the third quarter. Mifflinburg leads by a score of 10-7, to and is going to get excellent field position and... They'll be going into the win, but they'll have excellent field position to begin this fourth quarter. Landis is standing about two yards deep in the end zone to receive the snap and get this punt off. Waiting on the snap. It's a good snap. Jack hits a high knuckle ball. It's going to hit about the 30 and goes out of bounce about the 35 yard line. So Mifflinburg's going to have the ball first and ten on Lewisburg's 35-yard line with 26 seconds to go in the third quarter. And this whole half has been played in Lewisburg's territory. Yeah, it
3: just hasn't gone in their favor. Mifflinburg comes out with that opening drive and doesn't put points on the board, Greg. But, you know, it did swing the field position there, and uh, Mifflinburg last series was able to take uh, advantage of that, put some points on the board, and their their defense does their job and holds uh, Lewisburg there. And now uh, Green Dragons' defense needs to step up here.
2: First and 10, Mifflinburg, leading 10-7 late in the third quarter. The Wildcats break the huddle. Shotgun formation for Wright's deal is to his left. Short side of the field is to the right. The tight end's right. Coming in motion is Griffith across the formation. Back to pass. Screen pass. No, he throws it deep down the field. He does a double and Is wide open. Great job there. By uh, the Lewisburg defense has to put a little pressure on Wrights, but the wide receiver did a double move and beat Sims deep. Yep. He just wasn't able to haul it in.
3: Wasn't able to get uh, just a little overthrown there. But I'll tell you what, Mifflinburg has has the Green Dragon defense guessing, Greg. They we, really do. We loaded the box up anticipating the run, and I'll tell you what, we had one on one. Or we were in one on one coverage, and he had uh, the receiver there had a step on his man. Just Wrights, fortunately, wasn't able to hit him in stride, or that would have been six for Mifflinburg.
2: Second down and ten now for the Wildcats. Shotgun formation. This time Wright fumbles the ball. Deal picks it up, and he makes nothing. And uh, he makes, I'm sorry, six, seven, eight yards out of nothing. He just picked the ball up off the ground, ran seven yards there. You know, Green Dragons had him stop for no gain. Yeah. And
3: he just keeps going. He keeps going. We had six guys on him, Greg. And uh, he just keeps his feet going and not able to bring them down and like you said, he makes something out of nothing there and gets a seven-yard gain on a bad snap there that the quarterback wasn't wasn't able to handle. He picks it up off the turf, kicks it out, and uh, takes six Green Dragons with him for a seven-yard gain, and uh, that'll be the end of the quarter here. That's the end of the third
2: quarter with the Mifflinburg Wildcats leading the Lewisburg Green Dragons by a score of 10-7. to 7.
6: This is Lewisburg Green Dragon football on 100.9 The Valley. Looking for a new job? Don't know where to start? The recruiters at Nesco Resource take the time to connect you with the job you want. Nesco Resource currently has openings in administrative, production, warehouse, customer service, and more. Want to learn more? Search for jobs online by going to NescoResource.com and click on Search Jobs or download the Nesco Resource app. Nesco Resource, your inside track to great local jobs. That's Nesco, N-E-S-C-O, Resource.com. Nesco Resource is an Equal Employment Opportunity Employer. Mark and Troy
0: here at Zimmerman Motors. It's Jeep Adventure Days, and we're celebrating with special Jeep pricing for everyone. We have huge discounts on every new Jeep in stock, up to $6,000 off new Jeep Cherokees to qualified individuals. We're also discounting every new Jeep Renegade up to $7,000. Jeep Adventure Day discounts all month long, great selection, 0% financing on many Jeep models. It's going to be a fun month. So come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury and experience what we call
8: the Zimmerman Difference. Call 570-988-Jeep or visit us online at ZimmermanJeep.com. Fourth quarter at Howard L.
2: Bowling Memorial Field where the Mifflinburg Wildcats lead the Green Dragons by a score of 10 to 7. They just ran a quarterback sneak for two yards and it's now fourth down and about a foot to go for the Wildcats as the clock's ticking away for the Green Dragons. The ball's resting at about the 25 and a half yard line right under center. Runs a quarterback sneak, and this time he pushes himself forward. Inside the 25 yard line, so it'll be a first down for the Green Dragons. Inside, I mean the Wildcats. Inside the 25, almost the 24 yard line. First and ten, Wildcats. And
3: Justin, a score here puts the Green Dragons in deep trouble. Yeah, it does. Uh, You know Miffenberg coming out here, obviously a lot of momentum on their side. That opening drive here that they had didn't score off it, like we said, but set up good field position. They were capitalized in the next series, and here again they're having success moving the ball. I-formation for the
2: Wildcats. Rights under center. Turns, gives the ball the deal, and this time deals hit and dropped in the backfield, loses two, two and a half in the play, makes it second and 12. But Lewisburg's selling out right now, just yep. on the run, especially in that I-formation. Um, if if Mifflinburg has any courage at all here to throw a quick pass.
3: Yeah, yeah, loading the box up are the Green Dragons and, uh, you know, Made the, that adjustment. Obviously, they're not going to let Deal beat them anymore. They're loading the box up and uh, just dropping there for a two-yard loss. 10-20 to go here in the fourth quarter. Wildcats lead by a score of 10-7. to Two
2: receivers to the left, one receiver to the right, plus the tight end. Deal to the left of the quarterback rights. Shotgun. Fakes it. This time, rights. Keeps the ball around the left side. He gets across the 15. Cross. I'm sorry, to the 20. Falls forward to about the 17-yard line. Brings up third and two.
3: Yeah, good play call there by Mifflinburg there. And uh, it was just the quarterback keeper all all the way. Faked the handoff and just booted off to the left side. And he just keeps it, gets upfield, picks up eight there. And uh, sets up a third and two from the 17. And, again, it's four down territory for the Wildcats. Third and
2: two, two quarterback sneaks. And they pretty much have a first down, Justin, the way their line has dominated the Lewisburg defense tonight.
3: Yeah, up front there, Emmanuel Ulrich just getting a push.
2: High formation. Rights under center. Waiting on the snap. Gives the deal. The deal cuts back against the grain. I don't think he got the first Didn't down. Did he not go- get it. Got it to, well, see where he's coming in now. They're marking fourth down, but they gave him a pretty good spot to about, just about the 15-yard line. They need about the length of a football for a first
3: down. Good job there up front that time by the Green Dragon defense, not giving them any running room. Sets up a huge fourth down here, fourth and one. Ball on the 15, nine minutes to go in the game. Green Dragons lead, lead, uh, excuse me, are trailing by a score of 10-7. Wildcats break the huddle again.
2: Under center. This time Wrights goes right up the middle and falls forward to the 14-yard line. First down, Wildcats 844 to go.
3: Yep, just quick tap, and he takes it off the left side there, gets the first down, and – you know, just continue with this drive. Here are the Wildcats. First and ten for the Wildcats. Balls resting inside the 14.
2: They're in no hurry right now. is letting that clock run 8.30 to go in the ball game. Again, a score here is huge because the clock is running right now, so it's running down, and the Green Dragons have thrown two passes tonight, Justin, so they haven't shown the ability to throw the ball at all. I-formation. Wide side of the field is to the right. Right's under center. Gives the ball on a pitch to deal around the left side. He's inside the 10. Falls forward to about the 5. Makes it second down and 1. Pick up a 9 on the play.
3: Yeah, go back to that pitch. They want to get him on the edge and uh, not running in between the tackles. The pitch off the left side there, and he gets the edge and uh, breaks another tackle or two. And... Uh... Yeah, they're actually going to give them nine on that. Yep. And uh, from the spot, and they have the ball at the five yard line here. Game clock down to seven thirty here. And again, like you said, Greg Miffenberg in no hurry.
2: Second and one, rights under center. Eye formation, motion across the formation by by Miffenberg to give the ball the deal around the left side, and he's hit and drop, but he picks up the first down at about the three yard line. So it's first and goal from the three.
3: Pickle of a two in the play. His twenty eighth carry of the night, Craig, Ethan Dominic on the tackle going down low there. Uh, again, first and goal from the three. His twenty
2: eighth carry of the night. Lewisburg hasn't run twenty eight plays, plays the whole game. So it's first and goal for the Wildcats. The ball's resting on the two yard line. The play clocks down the nineteen seconds. Game clock at six fifty five. Wildcats break the huddle. Kill that eye. eye formation. R- motion across the formation. Wright's turns, gives the ball to deal off the right side, and he keeps his legs going, but he's finally brought down by Max Moyers. Maybe gets back to the line of scrimmage, Justin. Ball's on
3: the two, still on the two, second and goal. Yeah, Jay Lannert, first initial contact there, and Max Moyers comes in and wraps him up. Stop him going to be no gain set. So it's up a second second and goal here. And I uh, wouldn't be surprised to go back to that quarterback sneak, Greg. Uh,
2: wouldn't surprise me at all, but I'll tell you, Justin, if they throw the slant to the wide receiver on the right, there's no one there. They're, they're selling out in the run, run as soon as the ball is snapped. Second goal, six minutes to go in the ball game. Eye formation. Receivers right and left, tight end left. Quarterback sneak for rights, and he just pushes and bulls his way into the end zone for a touchdown. So with 5.54 to go in the ball game, the Wildcats take a
3: 16-7 lead over the Lewisburg Green Dragons. And that could be your Schmokadam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. It's Schmokadam Health Center Workplace Injury Institute offering medical care, chiropractic care, rehabilitation, and much more. Call 570-743-4333 for an appointment. And, again, Wright's just dialing up that quarterback sneak. That's the seventh time we saw it here in the second half, just a quarterback sneak. They just feel up front that they're getting that push. Gabe Stetler in the try of the extra point. Good snap. Oh,
2: whistle blew. Don't know what the official from this side's coming in. Don't know offsides against the Green Dragons. They must have lined up offsides. See what Mifflinburg declines the penalty. Stetler again will ready to try the extra point. Good snap. Kicks down. It's up and it's good. It's now seventeen to seven and five fifty four to go in the ball game. And Justin, what we talked about before in this game, no team wanted to get behind by two scores. No, neither,
3: neither team wanted to. Mifflinburg tonight has shown the ability, you know, really balanced offense. Mm-hmm. There, you know, last week. They only had 151 yards total offense against Danville. The quarterback was 3 of 16 last week and threw six interceptions. You know, rushing they last week, uh, I mean, they really they didn't do much. They had 103 yards on the ground. You right. know, A lot of that came in the second half. But tonight, you know, Andrew Deal has been the story of this game. And uh, Jacob Wright's the quarterback, obviously doing it with his arm and doing it with his legs. You know, high percentage passes connecting. And, uh, you know, quarterback keepers, he's got two quarterback sneak for touchdowns and Andrew Deal, you know, carrying the rock tonight 29 times, receiving four receptions. So, uh, yep. the story of the, tonight's game is uh, Jacob Wright's quarterback and the running back, Andrew Deal. And right now, with 5.54 to go, Green Dragons got to put something in motion.
2: And, and I also, unsung heroes are that offensive and defensive line from Mifflin because they have controlled the line of scrimmage. Stetler getting ready to kick off. Tommy kicks a high kick. And he goes out of bounds about the 25-yard line. So the Green Dragons should get the ball about 35-yard line, which is their best field position yep. of this whole
3: half. That's a good shot in the arm right there for the Green Dragons. You know, Mifflinburg there, I'm sure their coaching staff did not want that. And uh, But the Green Dragons will get good field position, taking over on their own 35 here. And, uh, you know, still 5.54 to go. And, you know, we talked about it last week. You know, we, we don't see a Green Dragon team quit, you know, down by That's two right. scores right here. But still plenty of time. Two timeouts left to go. Gotta.
2: Oh, they're making them kick again, Justin. Instead kick of kicking it, I think that's a good idea.
3: Well, we got some speed back there.
2: Yes, we do. They move Dante Sims to this side of the field. That they'll be kicking to uh, towards Dante Sims right now, and I might even try to move Max Moyers over there to tell you the truth. Because I don't think he's looking to kick it away from Max. He's just looking to kick it at a certain area to give them better coverage. Yep, on the
3: short side of the field here.
2: Stettler's getting ready to approach the ball. Kicking this time from the 35. Short kick again. This time it's hits. Jay Lannart. No, I'm sorry.
3: Derek Shaleski.
2: Derek in the chest and bounces out. But the Green Dragons should get great field position at their own forty-four-yard
3: line. Yep, even better. We'll take yep. it instead of the 35, we'll take it at the 44. And that's, you know, 553 to go here in the fourth quarter. Trail by two scores. 17-7. The Wildcats lead the Green Dragons.
2: First and 10 for the Green Dragons. Break the huddle. Ball's on the right hash mark. Moyers zone set back again. Michaels is wing left. Dominic Winn right. two receivers out to the left. Throws a quick pass out to Lennart, catches the ball at the 45 and falls forward for a gain of 2 in the play to the 46
3: and Mifflinburg just swarming in right away wrapping up on the tackle not giving Jay an opportunity to get many yards after the catch as you said going to pick up uh you know we're going to spot it out at the call it 2 2 yep,
2: yards to the 46 yard line second down and 8 from the 46 yard line
3: big thing right now is that clock Greg it's just ticking away on us
2: 5:20 to go in the ball game Mifflinburg leads 17-7 motion by Dominic they give it oh my Michaels is hit and fumbles the ball, and I don't know whose ball it is. It looks like it's a right. penalty and a play. I, I I think they're going to call that a pass. It's going to be an illegal touch by an offensive lineman.
3: Tried to run the uh, reverse halfback toss there we saw it last week, and uh, just unfortunate. Yeah, that's, that's
2: what it is. It's an illegal touch by the Lewisburg offensive line. Um, so it's a loss of five on the play, but it's also a loss of down. So it's now third down and 14 penalties, five yards loss of down, makes it third and 14 with five Oh nine. Now to go in the ball game,
3: give Miffenburg credit. They stayed at home there and read that they really did. Yep. Stayed at home and just unfortunate situation. Third down in 14 to go fumble on the play.
2: Quarterback fumbled the snap. I think Max did get the ball, Moyers. He might have gotten back to the original line of scrimmage, but that was it. So now it's fourth down and 14 with 4.51 to go in the ballgame, and it looks like Lewisburg is going to take a timeout. And You know, Justin, we, we sit up here, and Andrew Deal is a heck of a football player from Mifflinburg, mm-hmm. but probably the best player on the field is Max Moyers. Yep. And there's just no way to get him the ball in this offense right now, where he's he has a head of steam running to line yeah, of scrimmage. scrimmage yep. He had one one carry where he had a uh, broke out to the left.
3: Uh, yeah, one for fifty-seven yards.
2: Yeah. Again, he but he broke a tackle line of scrimmage, and then yep. he was off to the races. But they're just not getting Max Moyers anywhere into open space.
3: Got a break in the action. Let's take a look here at the Alexander Family Dealership out of town scoreboard in the fourth quarter. It's actually still in the third at Shikalimi. It's Jersey Shore 53, Shikalimi 0. It's Central Mountain 7, Seals Grove 3. That's in the fourth quarter. And that's our Blaze Alexander Ford Tough Game of the Week. It is Shamokin 30, Milton 0 in the third quarter. Muncie has a 35-0 to lead over Bucktail in the third. Northwest has a 21-10 lead over Montgomery in the third. It's Hughesville 31, Warrior Run 13 in the fourth. And Southern Columbia has a 41-10 to zero lead over Bloomsburg Montoursville has a 36 to three lead over central Columbia and Danville late in the third has a 35 to zero lead over Midwest and that's your Alexander family dealership out of town scoreboard here in the fourth quarter
2: fourth down and 14 to go the Green Dragons are going for it shotgun formation Dominic back to pass looking to his left throws the ball deep down the middle of the field caught by Cam Michaels at the 22 yard line First down. That was a gain of 36 yards to Cam Michaels.
3: That was a nice throw by Ethan Dominic and great catch by Cameron Michaels going up there and bring that ball down and the Green Dragons able to convert on fourth and long there and uh, no quit in this Green Dragons. That's what we love to see and keeping Ethan Dominic under he's actually back in shotgun. Shock formation. Dominic's the quarterback. Give the ball to Moyers
2: off the left side, but he's hit again right at the line of scrimmage. But he breaks free and he's down the sideline and out of balance about the 17-yard line. And see where they're going to spot it, Justin. I think it's the 17. So pick up of six on the play makes a second down and four.
3: Four fifteen to go. Plenty of time left right here. You know, plenty of time here right now. And, uh, you know, in high school sports right now, you get a little momentum on your side. And guess what? Now, Uh, Mifflinburg, you know, back on their heels a little bit. Good run there by Max Moyers off the left side. And a
2: penalty on the play. Yep. Pushes the ball inside the 10-yard line. It's a face mask. No.
3: Going to spot it to the Uh, 11. The 11.
2: I guess that was an inadvertent face mask, pushing at the 11, but it is a first down. So Lewisburg has gotten their two first, only two first downs of this half on this drive. And one was a fourth down play. First and ten for the Green Dragons. The ball's resting on the 11-yard line. This time, Dominic is under center. And their whistle, rest flow whistle, I don't know what it is. Timeout. Time out, Green Dragons. Boy, that they hate to waste when the clock stops.
3: Justin. Yeah, that's going to be. it will be their last time out. I, be-
2: I believe you're right.
3: Yes, it should, be, that should yep, be their last, last timeout time here. But again, plenty of time left. Four fifteen here. Ball at the at the Wildcat eleven. A lot of momentum right now on the Green Dragons side. And again, we have the wind at our back. So again, if we can punch it in here, Greg, you know, get it to 17-14, down by a field goal. Put a good defensive stand on out there. Yeah, we have know. to score
2: quick now with no yep. timeouts. We have to yep. score quick.
3: But uh, still got opportunity here, and that's what mm-hmm. you know. One thing we talk about consistently with the Green Dragons is you know there is no quit. And uh, nice conversion there. It was on fourth and long where Ethan Dominic threw a, a long pass down the middle, and Cam Michaels goes up and brings that down. And, uh, again, let's see what the, what the coaching staff going to dial up here for the Green Dragon offense. Shock confirmation for Ethan Dominic. Moyers to
2: his right. Motion. And there's a bad snap, and there's got to be a penalty against the Green Dragons, but they didn't call it. <laughs> there was motion on. <laughs>
3: All over there. But Everybody was downfield, but the ball wasn't. Except bad.
2: the ball wasn't stopped, and they called nothing. Gain of nothing on the play by Ethan Dominic makes it uh, second goal. I mean, sorry, second ten for the eleven yard line. Again, the Westbury has to hurry here. They can't take their time. Yeah, definitely. almost have to be in a two-minute offense.
3: You're right, Greg. As the clock continues to tick away, it's going to be down to three thirty-five here. I'd almost consider kicking the field goal. Dominic under center motion.
2: By Michaels, gives it a pitch to Michaels. He cuts outside. He's inside the 10, the 5, and he's into the end zone for a touchdown. Cam Michaels on another 11-yard run for a
3: touchdown. Yep, pitch off the side there, and Cam Michaels showing his speed. Cuts back one time, knew where he needed to get it once again, and goes in from 11 yards out. And just like that, we're back within one score. Score 17-13 right now, 333 to go here in the fourth quarter with a PAT attempt on its way. Big extra point here by Jack Diefenderfer.
2: Diefen-Durfer comes in to try the extra point, waiting on the snap. Landis is a good snap, kicks down. It's up, and it is good. So it's now 17-14 to 14 with 333 to go in the ball game. Justin, um,
3: would you look at an onside kicker, or would you kick it deep? Kick it deep. I'll tell you right now, Greg, because uh, I'd kick it deep here with 333 to go. Again, put a defensive stand together. We got the wing at wind at our back. I think right now, with 333 to go, field position is huge. You got a strong boot with Jack. You know, if he mm-hmm. can kick it at and pin him, pin him back there, and then we need to ask our defensive to step up one more time here. And, uh, again, you know, it's high school sports where they're that little word, momentum. Right. And right now, you know, the momentum is on the Green Dragons side. You know, Mifflinburg right now, you know, feeling the pressure and see who uh, who who reacts, you know, and – well, Meffenberg is looking for an onside kick.
2: So, that being said, they have everyone up right now. Kick it deep. I would kick it deep, but maybe I would kick it in the playing field deep. Yeah. Well, down. now, Okay, now I'm sorry. They're, now they're starting to go back. They're having two guys. But no one is back further than the 25-yard line. Now, Foltz is moving back to about the 20. Deal is standing at the... 25. Uh, if they kick it to the far side of the field, back to about the 10, I'll tell you, that would be we're a scramble,
3: pin. Justin. Yeah, we can, we can pin them back there because, again, they're, they're bringing guys up you know, looking for the onside kick. Yeah. But, uh, I tell you what, and uh, we're going to have a holder, obviously, with the wind, so Simeon Byler is going to be holding for Jack here. Looks
2: like Dever is going to try an onside kick. And it is caught by Mifflinburg at the 50. He got the big bounce there.
3: Yep, attempted it, just not able to convert it. Mifflinburg able to take it off the bounce, and uh, that's where they'll take over. They'll take over in the Green Dragon territory from about the 49-yard line. 3.31 to go here in the fourth quarter. The Wildcats have a 17-14 lead. Green Dragons have no timeouts left, so defense really needs to step up here.
2: Now, the thing we've seen is they can force a punt. This punter kicks it low. It could be blocked, Justin. Ball's on the 49, first and 10 Wildcats. Eye formation, rights under center. They need a big first down stop here, Justin. Dragons showing blitz. Up the middle is Deal. He's hit and be dropped for a three-yard loss back to the Mifflinburg 48-yard line. The key for Mifflinburg is, hold on, but Deal is down.
3: Yeah, he's he is down. Nice play there by Derek Cholesky getting in and wrapping him up. And, uh, you know, here again. 3:21 to go. A lot of time in the ball game. Clock will stop with the injury, obviously. Um, you know he's down, and I, I think it's calf. Uh, it looks like it's cramp as he's being attended I to. hope
2: it's a cramp. I hope that's all it
3: is. Yep, because it looks like he's trying to get up, but again, just stretching it yep, out. Yep, stretching
2: it out. Yep, that's good.
3: But good first down good. defensive play there. Shedleski shot through there and wrapped him up, and uh, it's going to set up a second and twelve. Now the ball was on the – Actually, yeah,
2: second and 13, the ball's on the 47. 47. yeah. They don't have the second down marker. Is Mark not right over in the far field? Just slide yeah, field. they have it over on the – They have it at the 48. It should be at the 47.
3: Deal's up, and he's walking off on his own power. That's good to see. Yeah, going to go out for a play. I'm sure they'll get him back in there. But, again, right now, clock will start, should start, back up.
2: But it's only 25 seconds now instead of 40 seconds on the play clock, so that will yep. save first time. The Official still hasn't seen that the down marker is at the wrong spot. It should be at the 47. Not only matters if they throw a flag or a throw a pass.
3: You can loading the box up right here.
2: And they're waiting for the clock to tick down. The play clock's at 11. Wrights is now under center, high formation. Coming in motion again gives the tailback this time. It's Foltz, and he's hit by Moyers and drugs, drags everybody forward for a gain of about five on the play to the Green Dragon 48 yard line, which will make it third down and eight from the 48 yard line. 2.42 to go, clock moving, and it looks like deal is back in the game.
3: Big thing right now, obviously, with this clock, this big third down here. I, I would assume. Mifflinburg doesn't convert. They're going to punt and try to pin Green Dragons back. But like you said, Greg, punter tonight shown with if his punts, you know, low low line drives does not get into the ball underneath and get no. good hang time. It's a line drive.
2: If I'm Mifflinburg, seriously, I consider going for it in fourth down
3: because uh, that punter realistically scares me, Justin, if I'm their coach. Well, it looks like here on third down they're going to yeah. call a timeout.
2: Call timeout here. Again, that's using the play clock wisely.
3: Game clock down to 2:08 here as Mifflinburg has a third and eight from their own 48, leading by a score of 17-14. We'll get a uh, break in the action, and uh, why don't we take a look at the uh, Blaze Alexander Family Dealership Out of Town scoreboard in uh, around the valley here? It's Jersey Shore 53. Chicolamy zero. That's in the fourth quarter. It's Central Mountain seven. Sealings Grove three. That's in the fourth. And that's our Blaze Alexander four tough game of the week. And I think we hit the nail on the head on that one, Greg. It yep. looks like a pretty close game. Obviously seven, three Central Mountain leading Seals Grove right now. It's Shemokin thirty, Milton zero. Muncie has a forty-two to eight lead over Bucktail. Northwest has a twenty-one ten lead over Mont Montgomery. Hughesville, 37, Warrior Run, 13 in the fourth. Southern Columbia, 41, Bloomsburg, 0. It's Montoursville, 43, Central Columbia, 3, and it's Danville, 49, Midwest, 7. And again, that's your Alexander Family Dealership out-of-town scoreboard here in the fourth quarter. So it brings up
2: third down and eight for the Wildcats. Shotgun formation, deal to the left of the quarterback. Or is that Fultz? I guess that's Fultz in there now. Pulses is to the left of the quarterback. Good stat. Deal around the left side. He cuts back in. He's going to have the first. No, he's just short of the first down. Wow, Boy, he's gonna close. Be... That's going to be – I'm going for it if I'm Mifflinburg. Quarterback sneak, they haven't stopped all night, Justin. There's 150 to go, and the clock's moving. They need a yard, yard and a half for a first down. I think the coach is going to let this clock run down, and I'm oh. sure right now he's thinking about it.
3: Wow, a lot of thoughts going on right now as you know the quarterback quarterbacks on the sideline, the coaching staff's discussing what they want to do over there. And I, again I agree with you. I think they're gonna let it run down and I think they'll probably maybe call their last timeout. And uh, you know it's fourth and one, so I think they're gonna take some time. I let the clock go down to about it's gonna be about a minute and about seventeen seconds when they call the timeout.
2: Call the timeout, one nineteen to go. The Lewisburg will have, if they hold him a little over a minute and ten seconds probably to go in the game, they probably just, and I would think, have to get to about the 25-yard line to give Diefender a legitimate chance for a field goal.
3: He's going to have to win at his back and that's, that's huge, you know, taking consideration. But, again, you know, Mifflinburg over there discussing what they want to do. You know, they've had success in that quarterback keeper tonight. But this is going to be a fourth and – they're saying a fourth and one, but it's a a long one. About one one. and a half. Half. Yeah,
2: it's about a yard and a half. They have to get inside the 40. The ball's resting about the 41-and-a-half yard line. You know, Lewisburg has to look for the hard
3: count. I was just going to say the same thing, Greg. Watch the hard count because Mifflinburg could come out and try to bark some cadence to try to draw them off sides and then take even a delayed game back up and punt it away. So, uh, Lewisburg, I know the coaching staff down there talking right now to this defensive front and, and saying, hey, watch the ball, watch the ball, anticipate a hard count. And uh,
2: If I'm Lewisburg, I have 11 guys within two yards of the line
3: of scrimmage, too, Justin. Yeah, I think that's what we're going to see. They're going to load it up here. You know, it looks like we're going to load up. Levin. High
2: formation for Mifflinburg. Fourth down and a yard and a half. And they are, he calls it out, and he didn't, well. I don't think he got it. I don't think he got
3: it. Uh, far sideline, judge coming in. And this guy sense.
2: has no way he has it. The guy on the far side, it's close.
3: Both teams. Show Both the teams are showing. The pointing if the, the ball it,
2: is placed where I see it,
3: Justin, it is not a first, first down. down. It's it's not a first down. And nope. Green Dragons stand, and
2: they, they turn over on downs. They make the stand, and it's First and ten for the Green Dragons. I think they're going to measure.
3: Yeah, Mifflinburg coaches. I out. think they're
2: asking for a measurement. But they had to cross the forty, Justin, and they did not cross the forty.
3: Nope, and they're not even going to measure. Nope, they're so,
2: not. It's going to be first and ten for the Green Dragons. One twelve to go in the ball game. 17 to 14.
3: A little momentum we're talking about, Greg, right here. You know, and it's just that psyche playing. Mifflinburg not able to convert there on fourth and one. The Green Dragons defense gets the stand, and you can see just the difference in emotions on both sides. The defense there for the Wildcats just, you know, looks like the air just burst out of their bubble, and the Green Dragons trailing by three. But tell you what, they're fired up. Deal is now back in the game playing
2: defense. Okay, who's coming out here to the right is Landis. Shotgun formation, Dominic is the quarterback. Michaels is split out in the slot to the right. Back to pass, Dominic. He's rolling to his left, throws the ball deep down the field. Viol- it's intercepted by the Wildcats, and that'll do it. Looks like that it was Griffith, I think, that makes the interception.
3: Yep, 24, Kane and Griffith on the interception. On the
2: interception, and that should do it.
3: Yep, uh, just looked down his receiver, and uh, Griffith read it all the way. Safety rolled over as well, and uh, the corner Griffith just steps in front there, picks the pass off, and with a minute three to go here in the fourth quarter after the turnover there, uh, no timeouts for the Green Dragons. Mifflinburg will be able to go in yep. victory formation and take a knee and uh, come out with a 17-14 victory, and that is your and Dam, House Center, backbreaker, play of the game. Mifle-
2: Which- yep, Mifflinburg will have to run two plays, Justin, but again, it's just victory formation. It shouldn't be uh, a problem for them. Waiting for the referees to blow it in play. They did. Wildcats break the hell. The ball's on the 47-yard line. And it's um, rights under center. Waiting on the snap. Just down the snap. Backs up two yards. Takes a knee. Clock runs down under a minute now. So for two years in a row, Justin, the final score is going to be seventeen fourteen in this game.
3: Yeah, just uh, Mifflinburg. Hats off to them. You know they played a pretty balanced game there.
2: Well, you know, realistically, they played except for the block punt. It was a mistake-free game yeah. by the Wildcats. Yep. And Losburg turned the ball over uh, twice and had four fumbles. So that that's the name of the game right there. Mifflinburg has one more snap to take with 25 seconds to go in the game. Again, victory formation, rights under center. Zap takes it, goes back two yards and falls down. And that's the end of the ball game where the Mifflinburg Wildcats defeat the Lewisburg Green Dragons by a score of 17-14. to 14. This is Lewisburg Green Dragon football, 1009 the Valley.
12: Tim Browse of EXP Realty Lewisburg is proud to support the Lewisburg Green Dragons football team. Tim Browse has been a licensed realtor since 2005 and is a lifetime resident of Union County. He's a fifth generation licensed local real estate agent. Knowledge, experience, integrity. That's what you'll find with Tim Browse of EXP Realty. For all of your real estate needs whether you are buying or planning to sell, call or text Tim Browse at 570 850 3118. Find him on Facebook or at
4: timothybrowse.exprealty.com. In difficult times, our thoughts center on protecting and providing for our families. A well-thought-out estate plan is essential to that goal. The Shock Law Office in Sealance Grove will help tailor a plan and documents to help you meet your individual needs and goals. If you care for a loved one who is elderly or has special needs, the Shock Law Office can prepare a plan that helps protect their assets and their access to public benefit programs. Call the Shock Law Office at 570-492-7133 to schedule an in-person or remote appointment to discuss your plan. Or find them on the web at shochlaw.com.
11: Every week, thousands of people from all over the world come through our doors to enjoy a home-cooked meal or just to browse our gift shops. One of the favorite spots that folks like to gather are near our fireplaces, found throughout our restaurant and lobby areas. Ever since Glicks installed the Heat & Glow inserts in fireplace, we've received so many compliments about how warm and inviting they make our store. I'm Steve Callhavy, General Manager of Country Cupboard in Lewisburg, and we're pleased to be able to recommend Glicks Heat & Glow products.
14: In-store, at home, or anywhere in between. Now, you decide how to buy your next car, truck, van, or SUV. Conduct the entire process online from the comfort of your home. And let us deliver your new vehicle to you. Or begin the experience online and finish it in our store for a quick and easy car buying experience. With never-before-seen incentives, now is the time to buy. All backed by our lowest price guarantee. So start your online digital buying experience today at BlazeAlexander.com. Taking deals the other guys won't.
8: At the Shally Insurance Agency, they love sports. Just ask Carol or Lynn. They're proud to support our area's schools and high school football teams. They thank the coaches, parents, and communities that support the athletes and believe that participation in any sport helps to foster teamwork, dedication, respect, and character. Remember, for all of life's touchdowns and tackles, the Shally Insurance Agency is here to help, offering coverage for your home, auto, business, and employee benefits. shalley Insurance Agency, we're here to help. Visit us at shollyagency.com. You'll see the world of difference at Central Vision Eye Care in the Susquehanna Valley. Conserving and improving your vision with the latest ophthalmic technology is the commitment of Dr. Daniel Facero and Dr. Tara unsecker Facero. Central Vision Eye Care is scheduling appointments for their locations in Lewisburg, Milton, and Montoursville. Central Vision Eye Care. For vision exams, medical exams, cataract surgery. Central Vision Eye Care. Where patients are their focus. See us at centralvisioneyecare.com or call 570-768-4970. That's 570-768-4970. We're back at Seals Grove's
2: L. Bowling Memorial Field where tonight the Mifflinburg Wildcats defeat the Lewisburg Green Dragons by a score of 17-14 in a Little Brown Jug game. And for second year in a row Mifflinburg has won by that score Justin, 17 to 14.
3: Yeah, 17 14 and again uh you know it was the turnovers this year just like last year that just you know bit uh, the Green Dragons and you know hats off to Mifflinburg. You know they were able to respond after, you know, a pretty dominating loss last week where they you know, they turned the ball over through the air six times with six interceptions and really only put up a little over 150 yards of offense last week and uh, we thought you know early on we thought we would have the advantage up front and uh, you know, Methler came out and really established the line of scrimmage, and uh, were able to really have a balanced attack in the air and and on the ground. And uh, let's take a look at our scoring summary here tonight. Uh, one back and forth early on in the first quarter, where teams exchanged uh, turnovers and uh, field position, and it was. Green Dragons getting on the board first in the second quarter with 6.37. It was Cam Michaels going in from 11 yards out in the rush and getting the Green Dragons the early lead as the PAT was successful, and the Green Dragons jump out to a 7-0 lead. And right before the half, with three seconds left to go, it was Gabe Stetler hitting a 27-yard field goal to get Mifflinburg on the scoreboard, and that would be our halftime score with the Wildcats trailing the Green Dragons by a score of 7-3. to And then as we started the second half, the Wildcats came down the field and looked like they were going to try to put some points on. The uh, Green Dragon defense zowed them up and uh, were able to basically hold them out. But swing and field position, Mifflinburg got the, back, the ball back on their second possession, and with one forty-three to go in the second in the third quarter, excuse me, Jacob Wrights, the quarterback, went in from six yards out on a quarterback sneak. The PAT attempt would be successful, and Mifflinburg would take a ten-seven lead. And then in the fourth quarter, it was Wrights again. This time with five fifty-four to go. Once again, a quarterback sneak, this time for three yards out. The PAT attempt would be successful, and Mifflinburg would extend their lead 17-7, but the Green Dragons would not quit. They, with the backs against the wall, found a way to chip back, and once again, it was Cameron Michaels with a second touchdown on the night, this time from 11 yards out as well. The PAT attempt would be successful, and that would be the score, 17-14 with 333 to go. Green Dragons' defense had a great stop. Stopped the Wildcats with 4th and 1, got the ball back, and just unfortunately weren't able to make anything of it. Uh, Mifflinburg with a little over a minute to go, went into victory formation, and that would be our final score, 17-14 tonight. Mifflinburg Wildcats beat the Lewisburg Green Dragons here tonight. The unofficial statistics for the Lewisburg Green Dragons offense in the air for the Green Dragons, it was Jack Landis, 2 of 3 for 18 yards. It was Ethan Dominick, 1 of 2 for 36 yards with an interception. It was Cameron Michaels, 0 for 1. On the ground, the rushing attack tonight, it was Jack Landis with 4 carries for no yards. Max Moyers had 10 carries for 85 yards. Ethan Dominic had 6 carries for 34 yards. Cameron Michaels, 5 carries for 17 yards and 2 touchdowns. On the receiving end for the Green Dragons, it was Jay Lanner, one catch for two yards. It was Max Moyers, one catch for 16 yards, and Cameron Michaels, one catch for thir- 36 yards. And that would be your unofficial statistics here tonight for the Greener Dragons on the offense. As we take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard, uh, here as we're wrapping up week two of high school football throughout the Valley, and the scores are coming in, the finals are coming in, and we got uh, coming in, it is final, Jersey Shore 53, Shicka 0. Our Blaze Alexander Ford Tough Game of the Week, Central Mountain 7, Seals Grove 3, and that is a final. It's Shemokin 30, Milton 0. It's Muncie 42, Bucktail 24, late in the 4th. It's Northwest 21, Montgomery 10. It's Hughesville 37, Warrior Run 13, late in the 4th. It's Southern Columbia 41, Bloomsburg 0. It's Montoursville 43, Central Columbia 3. And it's Danville 49, Midwest 7. Again, that's your Blaze Alexander uh, for tough game of the week, as we called it, was Central Mountain beating Seams Grove by a score of 73. And that's a wrap-up of the Alexander Family Dealership Out-of-Town Scoreboard here for Week 2. We'll take a look at our, our Schmokin Damn backbreaker play of the game, and it had to be the interception late in the game there, Greg. By Cannon Griffith of the Wildcats, it looked like Lewisburg had the momentum there yep. on after stopping the Wildcats on fourth and one. And, uh, unfortunately, uh, Cannon Griffith stepped up for the Wildcats, picked the pass off, and then led, uh, led the victory formation there for the Wildcats and the win. So that, again, is our Schmoken Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. It's Schmoken Dam Health Center and Workplace Injury Institute offering medical care, chiropractic care, rehabilitation, and much more. Call 570-743-4333 for an appointment. Final thoughts, Greg, as we not, – not the outcome that we had hoped for.
2: No, you know, no, so. it isn't. And, and I think, Justin, we've now seen two games, and um, the offensive line has to be disappointing for the coaching staff right now. Um, they, they have not been able to generate any offense uh, in two games. Now, Central Columbia, I thought, was physically the much better team. I didn't think that way tonight. Uh, and But, again, Mifflinburg controlled the line of scrimmage, both offensively and defensively. I, I think Lewisburg has to come up with an answer on offense. Uh, number one, they have to settle on a quarterback. Um, whether it's Jack Landis or Ethan Dominick, they have mm-hmm. to settle. Mm-hmm. Like you, I agree that Lee, Ethan Dominic is a great running back, and he's a great dual threat to have back there with um, Max Moyers. But the way they're running him right now, he's not that threat because Max is the only one back there. And Max is in two games; he's had one run of fifty-seven yards. Justin, the runs he had last week were really against the second and third team Central Columbia players.
3: Yeah. So, and that's the thing, you know. Early on, what we what we saw, you know, last week, this week, obviously, you know, we didn't see quit, and that's uh, the the, that's kid, right. the kids got to go back. Um, you know, the coaching staff get them fired up again. Here we are. We're playing football. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a month ago, we didn't even know if we we're playing football. So you got to take the positives. We talked about it last week. Try to build off of it. new offense coming in. Um, you know, you lost a lot of veteran leadership. We only had six seniors last year. That's right. But you had six impact seniors. So now these roles change, and you get guys that need to really step up, you know, go back, watch the film. Hey, what can we learn from this? What can we, what mistakes did we make that we can learn from and get better? Unfortunately, next week, we travel to Danville. Yeah. And Danville's put up 49 points the last two weeks. Last week, against these wildcats, they put right. up 49 points. And there again tonight, they put up 49 points again. against Midwest. Against Midwest. Yeah. So we got a work cut out for us. But uh, again, you know, we got to maintain positive attitude, go back to work, learn from the film, and uh, you know, get better and get ready for next week.
2: Yeah, man, uh, I think the coaching staff now, like I said, it's their third game in. Yep, they they can see. What's now working, what's, what's working what's, what's not, not working, working and build on some of those things
3: yeah we, we saw you know some bright spots tonight you know i thought we got some good pressure up front you know we called Hagen for son's name a lot mm-hmm. there up front we had ordonias uh, had, had some great pressure as well yeah. so you know, there's some bright spots you know to really build off of um you know we saw you know max moore's nice big run once he gets the outside like you said we mm-hmm. need to get the ball in his hands we saw a little, you know, screen pass, little swing pass to him. Mm-hmm. We saw on the other sidelines where they got deal involved in the game, not only carrying the ball 30 times tonight, but also out of the backfield on passes and, right. and use that athletic ability. And like you said, Max Moyers is probably the best player on the field, mm-hmm. and you know, get his get the ball in his hands a little bit more. Yep. Um, so again, you know, a lot of things, a lot of season left, six right. weeks, and uh, you know, we've seen it the last two weeks, and we we talked about it the last several seasons. There's no quit in the Green Dragons, and we don't expect anything, you know, anything less. They're going to go back to work this week, get ready and prepared. And, uh, you know, we'll be back up in Danville next week for week three of high school football and uh, ready to take on the Danville Ironman. But tonight, our final score here in Seelings Grove, it was the Mifflinburg Wildcats 17, the Lewisburg Green Dragons 14. For our producer back in the studio, Mark Stevens, for my partner, Greg Wetzel, I'm Justin Michaels, and we thank you for listening to Lewisburg Football on 100.9 The Valley. Have a great day.
11: This has been Lewisburg Green Dragons football on the Valley. Thanks for listening.